0: Prime time, got the game statistics. I could say if you wasn't at the game, you missed it. But now Raw Mind Sports covers the distance. Front row, that's close like a coach's assistant. You wanna be in the know? Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition. keep you waiting that's what i do i do best you know making sure you're alive and well but we are here we got my guy jerry barnes we got my boyfriend You Buchanan. it's on baby roll my sports live let's go let's go that's what some people always say turn me up now raw mind live is alive right about now welcome to raw mind sports i'm your host ryan jones we got jared barnes he's never been on raw mind sports but hey it is what it is because you know that doesn't matter we welcome one all so with that being said i'm gonna give you the honors first jared barnes introduce yourself
1: what's going on everybody i'm jared barnes i host the jared barnes show a podcast that i've taken a break from i'm gonna be bringing it back soon I host a live show on YouTube every Monday, Wednesday, Friday called Tap In on my YouTube channel, The Jared Barnes Show. If you search that, you'll find it. But, yeah, that's me.
0: And we got none other. Ray, you already know what to do. You know the introduction. Explain yourself.
2: Hey, yeah, it's good to be back, man. Some of y'all, have, have int- I've been introduced as Hollywood Ray, as, as you did the other day for me. Made me look real famous. So I appreciate that. Yeah, but no, Ray, Ray Sean Buchanan, I am... Uh, the co host of missing the point. That's a part of the six one seven podcast in the core, where the uh, family that was just a new dude that went down. So I'm um, excited about that, and I'm also the host of the uh, That's My Sports podcast, which is also on any major uh, streaming platform. So you know, I, I, I've, I've been away from you for a while, man. So I'm, I'm glad I'm glad to be back, man. We, we talk on a regular basis, but it, it's good to be back on the air you know, with you. And I'm excited to meet and talk talk with Jared too. So you know, glad you get back into the podcast again to too, brother. Yeah,
0: definitely, man. We definitely love that. With that being said, shout out to PHP Eastern, North Carolina. Call him at 919 738 1507 or email Philip Lamprun at PHP Eastern, E A S T E R N N C at gmail.com. And by the way, although it says the email, North Carolina, my man told me the other day, he said, hey, Prime. I got clients in Las Vegas and L.A. He said, don't let the the name N.C. fool you. He said, I'm worldwide, baby. He said, let your people know. With that being said, use the promo code RAWMIND. Use the promo code RAWMIND. He has a special surprise for any client. He helps you with financial literacy to life insurance to helping you build your retirement. He has it all. With that being said, I appreciate you so much genuinely for being here on RAWMIND Sports. What's up, uh, What's up, Courtland? So, with that being said, we're going to get it going right now. So, we're going to start with the first topic of today. And I'm going to start with this one. Um, quite, We're going to get this one out of the way early. I didn't bring this up to y'all, but Cleveland Browns, Watson, new QB. Here we go. Jay, you the guest, man. Let them know you're into the wrong raw raw mind zone right now.
1: Yeah, my big thing about Deshaun Watson, I'm a Steelers fan, so this really sucked for me.
0: Ooh, woo, this sucks
1: for me bro but because i was happy with it with baker i was happy with them having baker because that meant they were going to be mediocre they now got a top five quarterback in the league manning that roster then i got a new offensive weapon in amari cooper i expect massive things out of the sean watson maybe not this upcoming season because he might get suspended we don't know that yet but it's interesting when you you've you got to take into account how that locker room is. Is it going to be super accepting of the Watson? Because like, you got to think, you put yourself in the mind of a player in that locker room who has a wife, who has children and you, the situation is like, there's a chance there was 22 accusations of sexual assault with that man. How did, how would that make your wife feel? How would that make your girlfriend feel if you're on a team like that? Like that's, mm. that's my thing. Like, You got to balance that, and then you got to make sure he's, you know, he still thinks that he's your franchise guy. But I think it's going to be very, very interesting. I think that he is – could be the piece that Cleveland's been missing for the last 20
2: years, though.
0: Ray, I'm going to let you go ahead. And like you said, you've been away from a while, so I ain't had a chance to talk to you about this.
2: Yeah, I mean – well, I mean, 20 years is being generous, but I forgot they, they had a little bit of a hiatus. so that's why you said 20 years. But
3: yeah, from, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, from me, from, from Tim Couch to Kelly Holcomb to Derek Anderson, um, you know, just, you know, they haven't been decent since Bernie Kosar was, was behind, you know, behind center for them. So, yeah, I mean, listen, they got 230 million reasons why. He, he better be the guy, right? When you, when you give a contract that's fully guaranteed, you better be the man. So yeah, Big Ben is gone. Obviously, Lamar Jackson's coming back off injury. Obviously, we, we know what you know with Joe Cool, Tiger Joe, you know <laughs> Joe Exotic. You know we know what he's doing down down <laughs> in down, down in Cincinnati. But um, listen, on paper, it's a phenomenal.
0: I think he froze a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he froze. Home. I think. But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, he's, back. he's back. back now. He's back. Welcome back. Yeah, I'm. 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 I think he froze again. Mm-hmm. I think he called us right in on that level. But you good now? You can talk now. See if you can talk now.
2: Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. So, no. I'm. I don't know what's going on. But no. Um. You no. Know, so yeah. They listen. He. He's. He's going to be on paper. Like I said, the, the move made sense. Um. Obviously, the, the allegations should have been taken very seriously. Um, they, they should still be taken seriously, even though I know he's not going to get charged, um, you know, formally for it, you know, they'll probably settle out of court. They'll do a lot of, I know they, I think they have a lot of civil, uh, cases that are still open. So, you know, those, those people will probably be, or those victims will be compensated, um, you know, at, at, at some point, but yeah, um, I, I, I think he comes back. I think he'll probably get four games. I don't, I don't think your devil suspended. Once again, if he doesn't get convicted, you can't suspend it for the whole year. You know what I'm saying? Like once true, again, true, true. If, if you if you're gonna suspend Calvin Fred Lee the whole year for 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 gambling, once again, I know I, I get it, you know, the integrity of the game. I get that. I'm I'm, I'm with you. I feel you. I I, I I hear you, Roger. But 16 or 17 games for you know for, for betting, you know, for fifteen hundred dollars, you know, um, <laughs> As opposed to, you know, alleged alleged sexual assault, and you know he may get four to six. So that's that's just that's just what's been the standard, right? They're gonna get he'll get four to six games. It'll be an, it'll be an extended training camp. He'll come back, and you know the rest I assume will be history. But you know I wouldn't I wouldn't go too crazy. I know you said you know you said you're a Steelers fan. Um, oh, oh okay. Program, going a thing, man. But you know they they still no. i like yeah, Chubisky, still, you know? still, Chubisky. Hey, Chubisky.
1: hey, Mitch is my guy. The N the NVP, bro. I'm good with Mitch.
2: I'm MVP. Mitch.
0: Whoa, whoa, we're going no, no, to legit. No. Nah, oh, okay, the NVP. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. the
2: NVP. Yeah, I, I I mean, I, hey listen, whatever whatever helps you sleep at night, big dog. I'm 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 for that. and we're gonna say you are always <laughs> no, no, right.
0: So we gotta introduce Courtland Matthew Griffin because he's always an honorary, honorary chat guy. And I'll pause I'm gonna do it for him now, Mr. Raw Mind Chat guy Courtland.
2: So there you go. It oh yeah, yeah, with yeah. This. Oh, what's, what's up? Yeah, what's what's up, man? You did it. no. you're, bro, you're right. you <laughs> were you were 100 right. You're, you're, you're 100% right. Hey. right. He he definitely deserves it stupidity alone. Like you're you were you were not wrong, brother. Like that that is not. You're not nah, <laughs> you, you're, you're not wrong. Not, I mean,
0: right.
2: for me though, I'm gonna make it quick and
0: short. Like. Cleveland Browns, this is what they do. Like, it's nothing new. They need something. They need some spunk. They need something to get it done. Baker Mayfield pretty much has already sold them out before the trade even happened. Like, I don't want to be here no more. And the Cleveland Browns organization, even though, I guess, you know, at first, you know, Watson was like, I don't want to go there. Then it's like, you know what? This could be, I could be the LeBron in this situation. I ain't going to say Super Bowl, but maybe I could change things around literally and keep myself around for a while. And I mean, good city. You put him. He got great running backs. A good offensive line has somewhat a good defense. So you know, when it comes to stuff like that, I understand completely a lot from like where where it comes from. So for the Browns, I'm not sure anybody else in the league maybe well say I don't know yet. But the Browns are the one team outside of Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> that are willing to risk it all. I'm just saying. Those those are the two teams that you know in the NFL they probably willing to risk it all, good, bad, or nothing, and be like, We ain't lose then. All we can take is a risk. Because guess what they're at? At the bottom. And only at the bottom, it's only one way you can go, is up. So with that being said, I get it from them, not the rest of the team. So they were gonna take the risk regardless. And I'm gonna listen to um Courtland real quick before I go to the next topic. My question is if Watson doesn't work out there, then it's the Browns organization itself. Or some supernatural that makes them a horrible, I guess horrible for QB look. Whew. I'll let you guys chime in real quick with that.
2: Yeah, I mean mm. that's 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 an excellent question. I think that it, it some of it could be organizational because obviously you know you're only as good as your as your front office. I feel like and you know that doesn't get talked about enough because like oh well, you know players play, but I'm like no like GMs have to scout right. They have to find the right pieces that fit their coach's philosophy. You know not just offensively. More um, defensively, but really even off the field, right? So his talent alone, you know, warrants him to be someone that's going to get them to maybe 11, even 12 wins. But, you know, yeah, it, it, to me, it may be a mix of both, right? It may be a mix of both if it doesn't work. It might be something with the organization, you know, and and their failures. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they haven't been good since like Otto Graham, <laughs> really, or Bernie Kozar. So, I mean, it might be something where they just, it just sucks when it comes to, you know, quarterbacks. But uh, go ahead, man, uh, Jay. Yeah, go ahead, Jay.
1: Yeah, I, I think it'll work out specifically. Like I think they finally for the first time, they got their man at head coach, they got their man in front office. Kevin Stefanski as the at the head coach and Andrew Berry as the GM. I think that is a great combo to have. I think one of the reasons they made this move and was so aggressive for Deshaun is they looked at Baker and they said, "Oh, we're going to have to pay this guy. Is he going to be worth more than $20 million a year?" Absolutely not. So, let's move on now before we have to bite that bullet and don't have a shot at landing a elite level quarterback like Deshaun. So I think it'll work out. But if it doesn't, I just say it's that Browns organization. I think if it starts with the ownership at that point.
0: Uh For me, yeah, ownership, it's been there for a while. But one thing about ownership I learned is that's an undefeated battle. And I'm going to say raw thoughts, when you own it, unless you're doing something crazy, Washington Commander's owner, it's still a <laughs> win-win for him because one thing about him They'll make him sell the team, but he can get billions of dollars for it. Yep. So it ain't like he's losing anything. But yeah, he may not be the owner no more. But I'm saying like we are owner. Like it's we can talk ownership all the time, and we we can talk. The only way we can talk about it is like this dude not a great owner. Yeah, but that don't mean we can kick out the owner. Like we can kick out the player. Like we can fire the GM. Like we can fire the player of um the foot um to direct the of football operations stuff like that. So you know the owner ain't going nowhere. He just put people in place and he's gonna make his money regardless. And that's just raw thoughts. As long as he ain't doing it illegal, like we just we just over here climbing the uphill battle with it. That's just one thing. Go ahead, yeah. Jayla, You better say something. So I'm gonna let you say it.
1: Nah, I was gonna say, as long as he ain't cooking books like Dan Snyder, he's probably good. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, facts, facts, facts. No. So uh I'ma um go to this quick topic right here. Um Let's t- take it to another subject. March Madness, pandemonium. We saw Carolina in a tough game against Kansas. And I'm going to let you guys give your raw thoughts. We saw the Final Four. A fair, a great farewell to Coach K to get to the Final Four, although he lost to a team that <laughs> beat him in the camera and then beat him in the Final Four. My God, my God, way to go out. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so – I was just
1: wondering where Kansas has been this whole tournament. I feel like they didn't put him in any primetime slots. Like I'm a I'm one of them fair weather cause basketball fans don't come around to the tournament. Because that's when it's fun to watch. <laughs> and I don't remember watching a single minute of Kansas basketball, the entire tournament up until that Final Four. And they were the more entertain one of the more entertaining teams I've watched throughout the entire thing. I was like, where has this been? Why hasn't this been on TV? Because some of those games were Ooh, absolute trash. But North Carolina, I thought was one of the better teams in the country when they're on, and that second half proved that when they're off, they're they're off and they're not great at all. Like, can't, congrats to Kansas, but I would have really w- would have rather seen Duke playing Kansas. I think they could have gave Kansas a better run for their money.
0: Uh, thank you. I mean, I, I just tell you, thank you so <laughs> much, Jerry. You know, but go ahead, man. We'll let you get your little conversation out real quick.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean, well, listen, before, before I get into the, um, to, to that game, obviously coach, coach, coach K <laughs> I'm sorry to be serious. You already he already laughed. Okay, little, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, no, um, listen, coach, coach K has had a phenomenal career, you know, 40 plus years being there at, at the helm of Duke, um, put them on the map as a, they weren't a basketball school before he got there, but they were known as a basketball, um, you know, basically a basketball factory. So it was, it was later G Hill. Andre Dawkins, McGetty, Brand—you name it—he's um, produced a lot of NBA talent. So, well, well, well done um, on, on the career, and you know, wishing him the best in retirement. Um, now to to Monday night, um, I was landing. I was talking to Ryan. I, I was landing from uh, from coming from WrestleMania, and I was like, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey. Yeah, what, it's what time hey I always it? I, I, I was, I was, I was, I said, I said, I said, I said what time NIT started? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? And uh, so I was—I was—you I was, know—I was feeling good, baby. We was up here going, going crazy, and and this, but what 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 doomed us, in my opinion, once again. This is this no, there's no, there's no stat behind this, but this is just something I feel like is always a a sports omen when you see this hypergraphic get put up. Uh, they get to halftime. Carolina's up thirty-eight to twenty-two. And they put the graphic at the bottom of the screen on CBS. that says North Carolina, twenty-one and zero, when leading at the half. And I said, "Oh no, no! <laughs> like, like, don't like, just, just say, you know, that they're, they're twenty, they twenty minutes away from national. Like, just, just say stuff like that, right? And when I saw that, I said, "Oh, it's okay. At the least, Kansas is going to go on a run. And we saw this right because they they blew the lead against Baylor. Like Tar Heels blew the lead against Baylor. They ended up beating them or whatever." But you know, obviously you can only play with fire so much before you get, you know, you get burnt. And that's what happened. Um, Caleb Love. <sighs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to be reserved. I, I I didn't think he was gonna get into this early. I thought we were gonna we gonna ease into this, but you know, Ryan wanted to talk about it earlier, get it out the way. Caleb right. Love. We got, got plenty of NBA talk, to oh, Go hey, ahead. Caleb Love had me I, I was pissed because I thought Caleb Love, I was like, you know, we found a guy finally that can that can get buckets when needed. And you know, unfortunately, you know the injury kind of kind of hampered him. Armando Bakey getting hurt, um, you know, kind of hampered their their chances too. And when you when you're only playing six or seven guys, and you're playing them 28 to 32 minutes in college, that's a lot because there's only there's only 40 minutes. It's only a 40 minute game. So you know, their, their legs finally got to them. But listen, the credit goes to Kansas. Um, R- Remy Martin. I, I was drinking Remy Martin after after <laughs> Remy Martin was hitting shots from the parking lot. Damn near. Um, against us to win that game, so yeah, Bill Self was due, though. He was due, he had been to Kansas forever, and you know, they ended once oh 08 with Mario Chalmers to hit that shot, uh, over Memphis. So, um, yeah, his, his IQ was, was, was poor down the stretch, Cortland. You, you can say that, but when no one else was looking to take the shot, like RJ Davis was looking to take the shot, um, Brady, Brady made a that last play was for him, that last play was for him, and he, 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 he damn near stumbled, um. You know, by the basket, so it was. It was just. I think that's what happened. The play was romantic. He stumbled. So Love was like, "Well, okay, that play is blowing up. I got to make a play." And that, that's what happened. But needless to say, congrats to Kansas. You know, I'm. I'm. I'm not as emotional as I was Monday night. Um, I probably would have cussed right now if we did a show Monday night. Uh, <laughs> and look, but, I felt like that after the game. See, look, it's I, I was winning. pissed, man. I was but, pissed, but, but, but I, I, was know, I know the feeling.
0: So with that being said, I'm gonna go to what it is. And I'm gonna just say this in raw thought form, and I'm, I'm just I'm gonna I'm keep it real, raw thoughts. Shout out to Carolina. A lot of people canceled out Hubert Davis, like he was talking about earlier in the comment right here. Um, he said, "Can we get a little to Hubert Davis?" I I was like, Hubert Davis got those guys a team that we never thought was going to get to championship as an eight seed there, and they bought into his system. It, it was a push. It wasn't a traditional fast paced Carolina team, but it got it done. So I respect that. Now. I'm gonna tell you the raw thoughts. So I'm gonna give you a whole. I'm gonna give you a little story real quick. Although I'm a Duke fan, the wife is Carolina fan. Her family all all graduated from Carolina. My mom, my grandma, my uncles, cousins, except for my brother and my first cousin, are all pretty much Carolina fans. And. My dad watched the game and he even told me as a you know as a dad, shout out to my dad, man. He loves sports podcasting. He actually talks about his stuff to New York Knicks. He a new he's a Knickerbocker, Giants fan and a Carolina fan. But either way, so he's straight up New York for born for the Bronx, born and raised in Southview. So with that being said, uh, he always he wanna watch the He said, Son, I'm gonna watch the game with you. I know you don't want to watch it, but we're gonna watch it together anyway, because I'm your daddy. So as a Carolina, fan, he's watching it. And during the whole game, right, when it was up by 15, shout out to my dad again. I said, Man, this game over. I said, Carolina took the championship. You know, as, as a as a guy that's in that position at a prestigious college, like you make it, make you want to say, like, that's that's great. My dad said, Oh, this game ain't over. He said, We've been shooting terrible. He said, I think they're gonna find a way to keep Manic from getting those shots. So the first half manner was getting those shots, the very first play of the second half, I watched and my dad watched. And the first thing I saw was, I ain't watched nothing else on the court. It's like my eyes zoomed in on Manny. It's like Bill Self said, I don't care who shoots the ball. you don't let him shoot the ball. It's like they were just standing on him, making him not be available in the second half. And I kid you not, every single play, I still have the vision in my head. If this was Jay Smith, it'll be four corners. Love, stop shooting the ball. And then the thing my dad said, and the thing about it, son, he's shooting it early in the shot clock, not late in the shot clock. And he said he's missing. So he's giving these guys time to get back into it. And one thing you did say, Jay, it was this. People want to talk about Kansas. I'm going to tell you another story. I was at a food truck Friday, and the guy is a diehard Carolina fan. He said, I'm ready before the game, before the Carolina Duke game. He was like. Whoever wins, ain't gonna beat Kansas. He said, "I'm telling you, ain't nobody talking about Kansas. Everybody talking about Duke and Carolina game, but Kansas sitting know there by themselves." And he said, "Kansas pretty much beat everybody pretty bad the entire tournament. Ain't nobody ain't talking about Kansas. They talking about Duke and Carolina the whole time." And he said, "I'm telling you, man, this Kansas team is really good." And he was telling me, "I'm like, you think so?" He said, "Look, whoever I play against them ain't gonna beat them. Although Carolina had a chance to beat them, although Carolina had a chance to close out." They never closed out the game. And and my dad kept saying, Caleb Love don't need a ball. I heard somebody say something. I think he said something. Or Davis had a ball. My dad was saying, like, they had Caleb Love bringing up the ball and just keeping the ball. He was like, instead of him passing it off, he was shooting because, like you said, people will not open. But my dad was just saying, like, sometimes in life, son, you know how it is. You have breakups that you don't want to have breakups with in relationships. He said, some nights it just ain't your night. He said, regardless of how good Caleb Love played in the whole tournament, that just want his night. He said, Roy Williams. He said, I Roy he said, Dean Smith would have said four corners. we up by 15. We're going to melt as much clock as possible and try to keep it there. But at the end of it, like the referees pretty much let both teams play. Some people, some Caroline fans said they didn't get those calls. I don't want to hear that. I'm just saying, both sides, like I just felt like it was a game that pretty much let you play. And I felt like if Caroline was up by 15, if we had the normal Caleb love of the last three, four games, Carolina would have walked out of there probably beat him by 30 easily. But that didn't happen. And then one thing, another thing that people don't talk about with Carolina is the floor spacer. Manic was a special person for Carolina this year because at the end of the day, you had to commit or you had to put somebody on him. He's just standing corner, and if you think you're going to collapse the, um, the lane off of Baycott on Love and other players, and if he's out there, He's like dirt. That's money in the bank. He probably closed his eyes and shoot it like I used to shoot back in the day. But anyway, that's just another thing. (laughs) That's just another thing for another day. I'm just saying, like, he's a guy that allows people to get those not double teams in. That kind of hurt, man, when they took that away and little didn't hit those shots. And my dad was kept saying, Kill love is not ready for the NBA. He's just fussing at me. I'm like, that's my dude fan. I don't care who win or lose.
2: But he's just in my face the whole time yelling. He ain't ready, he ain't ready. Go ahead, Ray. You got it, something to say. It, I it, it was I don't I, I wouldn't say you know, I, I the OG, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that he's not ready. I just obviously, you know, he's what well, he's a sophomore, right? He's a sophomore. Like, so mm-hmm. there, there's certain things that he has to learn, obviously, like any basketball player. <laughs> Excuse me, but I just think that, you know, you got to drive to the basket more. Um When you drive, whether it's the collegiate level, high school, at the pros, when you drive and then kick out, that opens up the lane. Or you're driving, thinking to score, then you pass. Like, that's when... um you know, that's when things get better. The, the issue is, though, and I, I, I talked about this with, you know, about my Celtics with Jason Tatum, but I, I'm, I'm going to use the same analogy for Caleb for Love or just really just analogy for any best player that's on any team, right? When the best player on the team believes that – or not believes, but when he, when he understands that it's about the team I'm playing for, like it's about them scoring and not me scoring – that's when everyone's play elevates. So if Caleb Kayla if Kayla Love talked about you know what, yeah, I I, I want to win this game. But if I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna go get Brady involved right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep uh, getting Johnson shots, Puff Johnson shots, <laughs> pump, pump, pump. He, he was he was on fire that second half. You feel me? So just just really just really get into that next level where you're thinking the game through. Um. Caleb Love wasn't thinking through the game. It was just like, okay, I, I got to react. I got to make the shot because it, it, the momentum was on Kansas' side. So, um, and to, to the point about the fouls, oh, I, I, I try to stay away from that too because it's just like, you know, we weren't complaining about fouls being up 17, 18 points. So let, let's, 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 let's kill that noise. However, did they call things a little more elusive? Like, absolutely. Um, because – when you have the momentum on your side, yeah, they're gonna let you give a little nudge. They're gonna let you, you know, do a little pull, whatever. And you know, Hubert Davis can't complain about that. He played in the '90s. He knows his his Knicks was out here, you know. And your dad knows your Knicks was out here. His Knicks was out here, uh, clotheslining folks, <laughs> you know, throwing them <laughs> up in So you know, Anthony Mason, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, bumping people out of bounds. So yeah, they 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 know he 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 knows so. You know, but no. But back, back to the love thing, though. Know, like he, he definitely is ready. Um, but you know, obviously, you know, he has, he has some. We have some room to grow. But you know, he, he's a he's a pro. Like he showed at this tournament. Like you, j- listen. I was saying that Jaden Ivey's not a pro just because he went four for twelve in the game that Purdue lost. Like, cause I, I'm not Jaden Ivey. To me, it's true. Yeah, you you feel me? So no way. Yeah. So no, is, that game, Yeah, does yeah does not mean that you were not ready for the pro. I'm <laughs> sorry. No, I, I get it. Um.
0: With that being said, I'm gonna let you guys come back on. I got a special guest shout out to Central Collections. She sponsored this particular part of the episode, Central Collections by Monica Ritz.
3: Yeah, hey, hey, Monica, <laughs> <Really
0: good. laughs> that's hey my Monica. girl. He's trying to get with her. I was, was asking about what you was at. He's he trying to hey get the number them, Monica. As a matter no, of fact, right. I forgot hey. about that the other day. Yeah, 617 <laughs> baby. <laughs> With <laughs> that being said, these guys going to come right back. I'm going to bring on Kennedy, Tate Mayo, so you guys get ready for this episode with him. What's up, Brian My main man,
4: Tate. How you doing, man? Doing well, doing well. Hey, look, I love the talk on Hubert Davis. Uh, even as a state <laughs> fan, I think Carolina, they might be on to something, making it into the finals right there. First year, Hubert Davis. I mean – as a lifelong state fan, um, can we get a piece of that? We we want it we want it <laughs> bad. We've never had it, we hadn't had it since what eighty two. Oh man, I want it so bad. It hurts.
0: <laughs> I know. So speaking of state, while we edit right now, while we got you here by state and yeah. right now, Jake Barella, I see you over there in the comments. Hold those thoughts. I'm bringing over Sean and Jerry Bourne's back in a little bit. So um how do you feel about State, man? You know, as a State fan, graduate of State, do you feel, what does State, NC State have, you know, to get to the next level? Football, basketball, baseball. Maybe you could tell me a little bit about NC State.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, look, as a State fan, going to the College World Series, we'll start with baseball because that's the furthest we've been in anything lately. Uh, you know, do I feel we got robbed? Yeah. Um, just a little bit. Am I a little salty? Probably. Um, yeah I'll, I'll leave it at that it is what it is you know. as an NC State fan my entire life I was like hey we finally got something working for us and then well you know that, um, <laughs> that is what it is uh, basketball you know I'm, I like Coach Keats, Coach Keats is a great guy he's a great recruiter I wish he could keep these guys around a little bit longer you know, I was really mm-hmm. thinking that this was going to be the year with Manny Bates going out. Um, you know, I want to say that a lot of it uh, came, or a lot of our failures came from not having a a big man, and we didn't. Um, and Graham, Nat, he went out early. Um, and, you know, I, I want to give Keats one more year to prove himself. You got to have faith. Sometimes, you know, when you're in the Valley – and you're sitting there and you've got the worst program or worst. Uh, uh, yeah, we, we, we did the worst that our program's ever done in school history. How do, how do you come up from that? It can't get any lower than that. Um, you know, I want to see Keats get a, around a 500 year next year. If we can do that, um, I'd be happy with it. Um, the women's basketball, phenomenal. I watched more women's basketball games this year than I did men's. Um, and then football. I mean, we got Clay Craddock on the team. I think we're preseason top ten. Hold NC State's beer. We're gonna yeah, for a
0: baby. We <laughs> yeah. got a lot of tradition here, man. Got yeah. a lot of tradition here.
4: Yeah, f- football and floods. Uh, I mean, other than that, what more could you ask? But yeah, I mean, that's that's my take on NC State in a nutshell. I mean, we got a great wrestling team, a great swimming team. I can't tell you that I've ever watched, our wrestling team or our swim team, but apparently they're good. And watch out for our bass fishing team and also our uh, rifle shooting team. Mm. They're top notch. Never seen them either, but you I support
0: You bass fish before?
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: we got to go. So, so We ain't going to invite me, Tate. We are going to invite <laughs> me to go bass fish. Okay.
4: <laughs> Look, man, I mean, today's the first day that I haven't had a jam-packed day in forever. It would have been a jam-packed day, But then that rain came and I was sitting there working on the planter at the farm and I was staring those storm clouds down. I was like, all right, come this way, please, baby, please come this way. (laughs) And uh, so I got off a little bit early today and I I was able to take care of some business that um, I I was excited about. But yeah, I mean, uh, if. You want to move, keep talking about NC State and how we keep <laughs> dropping the ball or what you want to do? I've, I've seen a lot of podcasts. I've never been on one. So I, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on.
0: And no problem, man. Most of my podcasts are sports, but I also try to bring in enlightenment to, like, make sure I put in other things outside of just sports with the Raw my Sports Network. So with that yeah. being said, man, Tate, man, it's an honor to have you on the show. You're probably the youngest guy in Tarboro, North Carolina, running for mayor at this moment. And by the way, for people who don't know who ta- what Tarboro, North Carolina is, for people who are sports fans, Ty Gurley is from, from Tarboro, North Carolina. Pretty much Montrezl Harrell from here. But now of today's time, I name all the legendary people from Tarborough who won multiple state championships. The big name that comes out is Ty Gurley, you know. Marquetta Dickens. Played at NC State. played Played overseas. She was a Wolfpack person. She came from Tarboro. You know, so T.J. Williams played with Philip Rivers, starting tight end at NC State. You know, so Tarboro is a small town, but it has a lot of heart. And I feel like Tarboro is like a heart-like town. So that being said, how does it feel right now to run for mayor in the town of Tarboro, knowing you're the youngest guy that's out there? <laughs> well, you know,
4: I, I, I hate – Holding age against everybody, you know. I, I have fewer gray hairs than anybody else up there on the council. Some folks up there are old enough to be my grandparent. I've Damn, served, right. Yeah, I've served <laughs> on the town council for two and a half years now, and in that time, we've we've done some good things. Uh, we've had some hard times. We've been through a pandemic. I mean, when I came on, it was like, okay, there's December january february three months of like normal times and then it went straight to the pandemic um i'd like to say that you know it's been um smooth sailing but it it hadn't been um you know everybody's had a tumultuous couple of years here and um it it hadn't been easy for everybody to navigate myself included and i think that if anybody says that life's been bread and butter lately Um, I'd ask them to go see a a psychologist, uh, uh, (laughs) but, you know, coming out, coming out of everything, you know, um, you said you're right. I'm the youngest candidate. Um, I was also the youngest elder at my church, possibly in church history, but, um, I'm no, I hadn't gone back in the books that far. I don't know where that book is, but, um, yeah, I've served on the, the church session, uh, sat there and I, I gave that up so I could be the youth director at Howard Memorial here in Tarboro. And
0: back on it. Uh oh. You got fans calling you. He got fans calling him on the podcast. People know. Yeah,
4: no, I silenced my phone. I don't know what happened there. Um, yeah, I guess with Mac technology, I get it on my watch, I get it on my phone, get it on my computer. <laughs> Got an iPad, too. I had to sit there. I, it's on sleep mode. That way, nobody, or do not disturb. That way, it doesn't beep every time I get a text. But, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I lost my train of thought there, Ron.
0: Oh, no, you're basically talking about that. So, we'll, <laughs> we'll go to that part, like, being a young guy in the church and doing all those things. So, that being said, before I go into the to the raw conversations, his raw thoughts. Hit me. What makes Tate be the perfect candidate for the mayor?
4: well nobody's perfect nobody is um, nobody has the right to tell anybody else who or what to do I think in my time here in Tarboro I've done some good things I mean everything from drainage issues to putting up light poles to um, let's see I mean you name it if somebody calls me with a problem Christmas day this year I got a, a call Wait. about an electrical issue and it wasn't on the town side, but the town was ready to come out. You know, the I'm not an expert of anything, but I know a lot of experts. I know who to call, when to call. I've been up to D.C. Uh, well, I say I've been up to, I've made contacts with folks in D.C. Everywhere from HUD to our Senate offices. Had trouble with our uh, congressman's office, but You know, I'll sit there and I'll bark up the ladder. It doesn't matter what the problem is. If we can't solve it here in a local issue, we'll go to the state. If the state can't solve it, you know, I'm going to keep barking until we get some answers. That's what I've done. Um, You know, I had a guy, uh, Marvin Tyson, he called me up about his mom's house that was actually uh, part of something called the Down East Home Consortium. Mm. And you know, it was just a random call from uh, a Maryland number. But you know, I get offered a lot of, what the not the car warranty type deals.
0: <laughs> I think everybody get those.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I mean, I think everybody's tired of those. But you know, I, I feel obligated to answer every call. You never know who's calling and about what. And I answered his call, and he said, "Can you tell me why?" I won't name the city, but they were the lead entity for the Downeast Home Consortium. He got a, a $70,000 bill that he had to pay within a month, or else mm. this city was going to take it's not Tarboro, but they're going to take his home or his mother's home. You know, they didn't have much to the family's estate, and that was the biggest thing. And mm. uh, I started barking up trees, and I figured out that. You know, early on my time on the town council, we had pulled out of the Down East Home Consortium because they weren't giving money to Tarboro to fix up. uh, It's really for folks on fixed incomes, especially in lower income areas, to fix up these houses if you have folks that have to live at them. And his mom had entered into an agreement and it was a 20 year term where the first 10 years she got to live there for free and then every year after that it would be a 10 year reduction in the loan. Well, she lived 10 years after signing that agreement. So when that agreement was up, or when she had passed, Mm
3: -hmm. uh,
4: the Down East Home Consortium, which was led by a city, uh, sat there and sent the estate, the bill for the entire home. Well, barking up trees, I figured out, well, at first I asked, you know, are we still part of this? And technically we were. Uh, That city had never submitted our paperwork to pull us out of that program. So they're still getting money in our name um, and we weren't getting any of it. So then I asked, well, are you going to sit there and any funds that you get from selling this home, assuming that that city was to take it, Uh, are those going to go back to Tarboro or are those going to go back to the other municipalities that uh, are are part of that program? And I didn't get a clear answer. So then I went to HUD. I sat there and I talked to five different people, got a big run around as to, oh, well, you know, who's doing the accounting. I, I, I was just trying to figure out how the money flowed, where it went, where it came from, where it was going. And, I never really got a clear answer. Everybody said, oh, that's not my job. They, I was talking to the Greensboro office, and I kept getting, you know, put around. So then I went to the folks on the city council of that city, and I got a response from the mayor and I think two of the uh, folks on the council, and they said that they were going to look into it. They did. Ultimately, we were able to bring uh, Marvin's mother's home. Her name was Estella Tyson Bell. She worked at Dry Cleaning by Wayne's uh, right there on Main Street. We were able to bring that back. Um, That stayed in the family. And then also during that period, I figured out that we sat there and Tarboro itself, uh, there was about $124,000 and some change that never made it to Tarboro. It was in 10. for Tarboro. We were able to bring that back. And then there was over a half million dollars that Edgecombe County was due to receive. We brought that back as well. Now, all I did was make phone calls, send emails, try to connect. Um, you know, but had I not answered that phone call, would that have happened? And would we have brought that back? I don't know. I took right. that to the council. I told them what was happening. Nobody really, nobody said anything. Nobody asked me any questions. But ultimately, oh. the, the town staff, they, they showed up, they showed up, and they showed out, unlike my NC State Wolfpack. And, uh, you know, <laughs> we, were, we were able to make sure that that estate stayed within the family, and we brought a ton more money back to our community so that other folks' homes could get fixed up. So that that's probably my most proud accomplishment being a young man on the council. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter what your issue is. It doesn't matter if it's midnight, doesn't matter if it's Christmas day. Uh, I've always answered the phone and I've tried to be as honest and as open the tape that you'll get here. I've never been on a podcast before is the same tape that you'll get at the church, same tape that you'll get at the brewery and anywhere else you see me. Um, but yeah, so I uh, might—I've gone on a little bit of a, a rant or tangent there. Oh uh, no, 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 you're <laughs> fine,
0: man. So no, you, you express yourself. So I get it. Like you're saying, like you made a big accomplishment. You found a way to get the money. I know yeah. I had some questions a while earlier today about housing and where did the housing money go. You pretty much—I ain't even had to ask you. You pretty much explained what happened. Well, so it, now,
4: go ahead. <laughs> hold on, hold on. O- on that housing, so I was sitting there looking at the agenda. We've got a meeting. And we have meetings every Monday, or the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock at Town Hall. It frustrates me greatly that folks will say, well, I didn't know that was happening. Why did nobody tell us? Well, the second Monday of every month, 7 o'clock at Town Hall, mm. if you don't want to call us directly, if there's a problem that somebody's ignoring, come up to Town Hall. You know, take your five minutes. Uh, if we do, If something's not right, come say something. If something's right like we've got the spring fest downtown tomorrow come oh, up yeah. and say hey look you know that was awesome y'all did a great job you knocked it out of the park more often than not we hear complaints but you know come to us with good things when you see something awesome that happens like nothing makes us happier than to hear stuff like that but yeah go on ryan i'm sorry i'm, I'm hijacking man i'm sorry
0: Oh no no, you're fine. No no, you're fine. Cause like you're explaining what it is. So yeah. you basically explained the, the the thing that you did. People talking about how, um housing and talking about like where did the money go, and you talk about like what you did, and like you're being the youngest counselor on the thing. Now we're gonna get into the raw stuff, man. You pretty much talked about what you done, how you felt to become <laughs> mayor, and what it is. Now we're gonna get into the good juicy stuff. You asked me early. We was we discussing hey, this. Hey, stuff. hit me, hit me hard. Oh boy, I, I ain't got the jazz today. So, like, the question for a lot of guys and candidates, maybe, yeah. is, like the statue. What allowed you to go this way instead of that way? The raw thoughts, raw thoughts, right here, people. Raw thought. thoughts. Okay. <laughs> so
4: the statue that Ron's talking about, we have uh, we have two Confederate memorials, or had one and still have one on the common. When we were going through that, that was the most difficult thing I've ever gone through in my life. You know, it was like having a loaded gun and saying, okay, do I shoot myself in the left foot or the right foot? In all that conversation, I had a lot of folks voice their opinions to me. Everybody from my preacher to the folks at uh, barber shops, to the folks at uh, different apartment complexes. I sat there. We had uh, two, I wouldn't call it a table. We had uh, open discussions on the town common. And I had those with other council members. And, you know, we tried to have as open and honest of dialogue as we could. It was Mm -hmm. very important to me because, you know, no matter what you do, you're going to make somebody mad, you know, and it's not easy to do that. And ultimately, at the end of the day, after having, you know, Uh, discussions in public having many discussions in private I had a tally I had a tally of everybody that I represent everybody in Ward 8 I had at the end of the day I had 105 folks say let it stay and I had 6 people to say leave it or take it down rather it was not an easy decision hmm You know, you say it's an easy decision, but it's a yes or no. And more often in life than not, most answers lie in between. And there is no ability to compromise, even though we tried. Um, And that is what it is. And I understand that, you know, there are certain folks in my life that won't talk to me to this day. Folks that I go to church with that don't give me the time of day. I mean, and it doesn't stop me from loving them or respecting them. And I understand that folks can be mad. And if they want to be mad, then that's their right. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, like you said, I mean, I'm a young guy. I was fresh on the council. And then all of a sudden this comes up out of the blue. You know, we (laughs) didn't hear about that in the public comments. Nobody brought that up. Somebody put that on the agenda. And, you know, it's like, hey. Here's a problem. Deal with it. You know, do I think that, uh, I mean, I think that for the most part, the conversations about everything were civil. And ultimately, my goal was to get folks talking. You know, how can you sit there and have folks from either side of that spectrum talk to each other and to learn from each other? Um, And that was my goal. If nothing else was to get people talking that thought differently and to be civil about it and for the most part, it was very civil. Um, you know, it is what it is. Um, my vote doesn't change uh, over time. I mean, it's on paper, it's on record. And that's something that, you know, I have to take to my grave, you know, everybody else has an opinion that might change over time that that's not on a record. And, um, that that kind of sucks, man. It really does. Uh, there, there, there's no painting that as a pretty picture. Right. It was not a pretty right. picture.
0: It a, a history from other sides and other places. So, no, no, I'll definitely give you. You better finish up because I, I, this is your time. Yeah. So, I guess what you were saying is like, man, I, I, I made a tough decision that most people in the world probably wouldn't make because they know they would have to hold it to their grave and it's on paper. It's never about if I say, hey, I like Duke today and I can say I could like Carolina tomorrow. Right. It ain't on paper, right? So like I can say whatever, right? Yeah. So like when it comes to that, like that's a serious issue that took toll. So how did you how did you deal with those those different people who opposed to that opinion? And how did that work out? And now that you're running for mayor, you still have people who has that that part of them that's lingering. I call that the scorn heart. Yeah, like people think about it as a score hunt. Go ahead.
4: Well, I mean, look. Anybody that asked to speak with me about it, I spoke with them. You know, Brandy, I sat in her backyard for over an hour and we talked. I went to Kingdom Cuts right there on Panola, talked to Dwight and Ty and the guys, and and oh, and,
0: you know my man Ty though. Okay, okay, yeah. go ahead, go yeah. ahead. Hey, I you mean, didn't get talking- a cut. You both got a cut, take.
4: Uh, look, I'm I'm down. I mean, if they have a bowl <laughs> big enough for this head, I'll, I'll be glad to do it. No, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I, I went to Beasley Arms, or I guess it's called Northgate now. I, I asked as many people as I could. And, um, you know, ultimately, when you represent people, it doesn't always rely on what you want as a person. But if that's what the people say and they feel so inclined to reach out to you, then, you know, if I'm not doing what the people want, am I doing my job?
3: Mm. Um,
4: And, you know, look, man, I've taken more flack for that than anything I've ever done in my life. And I've done plenty of stupid things. But, um, yeah, I mean, I honestly don't like talking about it. It's something that I wish I I could just, like, compartmentalize and just, Put a little box in the corner of a room and stack a bunch of things on top of it. But, I mean, it's just something that I've got to live with. And um, ultimately, you know, the monument is down. There's still the uh, Henry Lawson Wyatt Memorial Fountain. And I think it's a little bit hypocritical. And I thought that then that how are you going to talk about one monument that was put up and by the I'll same people the, for the same right, reason right, right. and not the other one? because it's pretty. And, you know, that, look,
0: <laughs> That's wrong pose there. That's wrong yeah, pose. I get it. I mean, right, right, right. Like,
4: like, you take the ugly one down, but leave the pretty one.
0: Um, I and guess I what you're saying is, let's take both of them down and just nip, nip it in the bud. Look, I,
4: look I'm not going to push anything, but if if that's the reason that it's getting taken down, then it would only make sense to do both. But, you know, the the, the fountain's part of the town. Um, much more so than, you know, at at the end of the day, it's rocks and metal. And it's Hmm. what people put their belief in, what it means, how it means, what have you. And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't wish anyone to have to go through that. That sucked more than a vacuum cleaner going through a black hole. I mean, there's just nothing good about that. I mean, it, it was like, you you just couldn't win, and um, you know, and I'm stuck with, I guess, a label on me now, and you know, it, it is what it is, and that
0: that's my next question too. I'm gonna ask you this one question. Tell yeah. next question. The first question is, why did you say yeah to keeping up the statue, and then two, why would you run for mayor knowing this is like hitting you hard, like it makes you feel like. God man, I don't know if I made the right decision, wrong decision. I don't know your your preference because of course everybody has their own preference. Just like me, I like dude. Some people like Carolina. So I get it. Like I have my own preference because I like state, right? (laughs) Right? Yes, sir. So like so how do you
4: how do I reconcile that? that?
0: And then you mess around, not not excuse, not mess around. You eventually say, Hey, look, I'm running for mayor. After that hit. Well, I mean, look.
4: Everybody gets blows in life. Everybody gets knocked down. Um, I understand if folks can't respect my opinion on that. And some of it's my opinion. Some of it is that of the community that I represent. And, you know, you got to move on. I've moved on. You know, I think the most at peace I've ever been in my life was leaving that council meeting that night because all that stress, all that burden, all of that headache and and heartache and knowing that, you know, just tension. When I left, it was gone. I didn't have to worry about it anymore. Ultimately, I'm only 12.5% of the voice of Tarboro as a council member. Now, how do I go from that? to being mayor or uh, wanting to be mayor, I think that I'm the best candidate, plain and simple. You know, ooh, I,
0: I like yeah, y'all <laughs> some so cocky candidates, man, but go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I
4: mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I've got a track record on the council. I've done some good things and everybody else up there has done good things as well. But I think I've gone above and beyond, you know, when things are happening, I ask folks on the ground, You know, I don't ask the police chief, ask the patrolman. I don't ask the fire chief, ask the fireman. Now, when you can sit there and go from the bottom up, it's all about servant leadership. The way you can lead is being the best servant, to understand what everybody needs, to sit there and listen to calls on Christmas Day, to take calls any hour of the day. And to be able to respond and connect them to the right people. More or less, I'm an operator. Like an old school phone operator. I plug folks in and I get them to where they need to go. Um, You know, it's like when we had, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've had an uptick of shootings and and, uh, gun crimes with injury ever since the pandemic. A lot of that stems back to that shooting in Kenita. And you know what was really frustrating police officers on the ground was folks not getting through the system i mean they're taking if they could get somebody they'd take them to the magistrate and they spent more time doing paperwork than the guys that were doing the shootings spent in jail you know you sit there and i, I try to work things out behind closed doors as much as i can and then when things are Going bump in the road, that's when I'm like, hey, hold up. I ran my mouth, and we ended up meeting with uh, the DA, uh, Robert Evans, and and Judge Wiggins, and, you know, they talked us through everything, and and things have been a little bit smoother since. You know, you can't always do things behind closed doors, and when you can't, that's when you have to sit there and um, bring down the hammer a little bit. You know, put folks on blast, and I hate doing that. I hate the spotlight, and I hate doing anything that, you know, puts my name out there. And mm-hmm. I really don't like the narcissism involved with being. Ooh, involved. That's a
0: powerful that's word lately. Cause I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, so with that being said, take mail as me, What can he do for all people?
4: I think the biggest problem that Tarboro has is transportation. Mm. We've got 14% of our population that is without transportation other than their legs. And, you know, in this day and age, so I've walked to a food line multiple times. I like to walk. Not everybody likes to walk, but...
0: You definitely do. You definitely do. <laughs> I, <see laughs> I, walk,
4: I walk and I talk a lot. Uh, probably more talking than walking, but no, I mean, it takes me 30 minutes and I'm not even that far away from the food line. And, you know, if 14% of our population has to go... 30 minutes, one trip, can only carry what they can carry in their arms, has to go back home with that. That's an hour. That's 5% of your day out the window. And if all you can carry is in your arms, you can't get everything you need. Right, right, right. So that's a little bit between, that's about one in six people. Is that right? Yeah, because one in five is twenty. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. th- I mean, that's like one person out of every average-sized family that doesn't have a means of getting around. The three things that I set out to do when I first got to uh, town council: internet, housing, and transportation.
0: I tell you what, because my internet always goes out at eleven o'clock every night, and I tell you, that's yep. my okay. little ESPN, okay. time. you got, you got to fix that, say, you got to fix that.
4: <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, for, for the internet, you know, the what we ended up doing, um, I don't know if you remember last year around Christmas time, I think it was last year, it was it last year or two years ago, when, like, all of the town's internet went out around Christmas time. Mm, yeah, it was Like, three been. days for one side of town and five days for another side of town, but, um, yeah, so I had internet issues, I've got Suddenlink, and they're basically our only high-speed provider. You can get CenturyLink, but... That's DSL. It's limited to up to 20 megabits a second. Um, Well, when we had the internet go out throughout town, I sat there and I was like, Troy, we got to do something. Because I've been 19 days without internet because somebody severed a cable and they just didn't come to fix it. That's suddenly. And we used to have what are called franchise agreements uh, where Mm. the town can actually have an agreement with A uh, internet provider or telephone provider or cable provider and there was a bill called House Bill 129 that came through in North Carolina in 2011 Mm -hmm. and what that ultimately did I don't know if you are familiar with Wilson's green light system Mm -hmm. but Wilson County and Wilson the town was it Wilson County or Wilson Town? I don't know it was Wilson, but they had problems they had Time Warner as their internet provider Mm. And they had the same problems that we have. Internet goes out, weak connection, folks not getting the speeds that they're asking for or that they're paying for, Uh, just general unresponsiveness from internet providers. And Wilson brought Time Warner to the table and they said, hey, can y'all fix these problems like folks are having widespread internet outages? It's absurd. Time Warner said no, but thanks for the time. So Wilson brought them back a little bit later and said, okay we'll pay for half the cost of mm. upgrading our infrastructure. And Time Warner said, nah, it ain't worth it. So Wilson went and put their own fiber optic network in. And after they did that, I mean, they've got the, the best internet in North Carolina and Wilson. My question is,
0: to- what would you rather have in Tarboro? Like, would you rather have Time Warner or suddenly yourself? Like, cause I know it's, I know Time there, Warner, I think in your area where you actually live at, I think you get Time Warner. We can't get Time Warner. Anymore. No,
4: no, we don't have Time Warner here. It's suddenly okay, okay. I had to sure. all
0: off, make sure. I remember yeah. when I went and asked myself, they would ask me what area I literally lived in when I was trying to get Time Warner a while back. Yeah. Now I got satellite and internet cable, so it was like, well, if you live here, you'll be fine. I'm like, huh? So it was like a little part, but I, I guess you know, you know yourself. Oh, so. Yeah. Well, I mean,
4: I did my research. So uh, the coax cable that all of our internet, if you've got Suddenlink, that it comes in on, uh, that was installed in 1978. Whew. It has been bought and sold seven different times. Seven times since it was originally put in. It's never been upgraded. It's only been patched here and there. It is now owned by a company called Altice, which is in France.
0: Oh, God!
4: And, you know, doing like... I, I have. I've been to Paris, and I ain't ever going back. You know the rest of what, what happened? What
0: happened? What happened, Jake? Say-
4: well, I'd been in Paris for all of a minute and a half, and I didn't know where I was. So I went up to a police officer, and I thought, "Hey, if anybody knows where I need to go, it's that guy right there." Well, he didn't know much English. He knew every cuss word in the book, and he had no problem calling me that, told me to go back to the United, <laughs> United States. Hey, okay, I'm sorry. Bye bad. Didn't mean to make you mad, man. You got a gun. I'm in a foreign
0: country. I don't want to end up in jail. I'm just going to go walk that way. <laughs> so so one more thing before we get off, I'm going to bring in my sports sportscasters real quick. Yeah. I'm um, going to bring those guys back on. So what is – I know you pretty much said it like yourself. You pretty much let everybody know the raw thoughts of what everything is. Take mail for mayor. What can take mail again? You're like, what it what is what are we gonna do? Like, you become mayor, boom. What does that take? What do you need? What do you promise? And I know it's a I know because you've been in the council seat, like you yeah. know, like certain seats, like it's not what it is. It's what people say, it's politics. But Take mail as mail right now today. What is something that's different that every other candidate hasn't done yet?
4: Well, we're bringing in a, a fiber optic internet provider. They're providing every, er, fiber optic internet up to 10 gigabit up and down speeds to every house in Tarboro at prices that are competitive with uh, the other competitors. The one thing, we've seen a boom in housing. Uh, trying to work with the owners of Northgate Apartments, trying to mm-hmm. just get the daggone parking lot so it didn't have ruts in it so deep cars were bottoming out. Right. Trying to work with those folks made me realize we gave him six months to fix a parking lot because it was a code violation. Just put some gravel and do something. He didn't do anything, and then when that the end of that six months was up. He sat there and complained to no end a fellow that I know very well that won't even look me in the eye or talk to me anymore just because we're trying to get him to do the right thing. And then he went and raised rent on every single, just about every unit out there mm. to pay for the upgrades. I can't promise anything. All I can promise is I will listen, I will learn, and anything that anyone asks, I will follow up with. If I have to bark it up the ladder, I will bark it up the ladder, and I'm going to keep barking like I'm doing with the bike lanes right now, like I'm doing with CSX, not cleaning out this right away over here, right there behind Ace Hardware. If you look at it, it's terrible. It holds water. Um, but the biggest thing that I think that Tarbara needs to accomplish that I'm still working on and I'm going to work on regardless is transportation, man. Everybody's got to get around. Everybody's got to get around. And if you can't get around, it, it's hard to live. And that's the biggest thing that we have a need for in our community that I'm going to keep working on.
0: Before you go, shout out to Cool Geeks, Cool Geeks. Computer repair does everything from computer repair to fixing phones, whatever you need. Give them a call at 252-452-8045, 252-452-8045. Use the promo code RawMind. Use the promo code RawMind. You get a discount. With that being said, in conclusion, Ray, nah, I'm looking at my band, Ray. I'm sorry, thoughts, man. Hey, we, it, it happens. In hey, I forget it. <laughs> <laughs> the conclusion, Tate, say what you want to say in two minutes on what people need to know about Tate and what he's trying to do.
4: Well, I just want to say thank you, Ryan, for having me on your podcast, giving me the time, giving me the, the airwaves, man. I'm, Got nothing but love for you, respect for you. And um, I I just appreciate the opportunity to talk with you greatly. I appreciate the the hard questions. I appreciate everybody in town and uh, just making this town awesome. I mean, how many other communities do you have like ours that you can go around and sit there and know just about everybody when you go into a grocery store? You know, you go to somewhere like New York City. I'm a A duck out of water, man. I sit there and I say, hey, and smile at everybody. I'm about to get stabbed. Around here, it's like, (laughs) you know, it's awesome. And, you know, when you get out and you really get to appreciate um, what Tarboro is when you see what the rest of the world is. You know, I I think I've done a very good job as uh, a councilman here in Tarboro. And I want to represent the town. And to do that, it needs your vote. Um, I might not be your vote but if I'm not or if I am, go and vote. It it doesn't take that much time. If you have concerns, reach out to your councilman. Please do. I mean, we want, I can't see every angle. I can't understand everything and neither can anybody else up there, but that's what we're here for. We're here to solve problems and at least bark up the tree, you know, and if we can connect you, we're going to connect you. That's what I've tried to do in the last two and a half years and However much time I spend up there, that's what I'm going to keep doing. I'm going to vouch for Tarboro any way I can. And, you know, I can't promise that I'm going to make you happy all the time. That's impossible. But I can promise I'll listen. I can promise that I'll shake your hand at the end of anything, and we can go about lives and and be friends. Uh, And that's what a community is. And, Ryan, with that, I'll leave you to it. Uh, I know y'all probably don't talk about NC State too much. We had not had much. To much. <laughs> but hopefully, you know, when I'm coming back on this podcast later on, I can talk about all the great things that NC State's done since I've been on the podcast last.
0: <laughs> my man, take my man, take good luck in the race, man. And with that being said, I'm going to let you get off. I know you um what they say. Kevin Hood's Kissing Babies. I know it's late, so you're probably not doing it now on the East Coast. Is it Kissing Hands
4: and Shaking Babies or Kissing Babies and Shaking Hands? (laughs) That's
0: what it is. Shaking Hands, Kissing Babies. Okay, there you go.
4: go. (laughs) Ryan, thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I can't wait to see you again, man.
0: All right, man. I appreciate you, too. All right. God bless. God bless. Ray, right. we we, we, get, we back. Had to get a little promotion in. Jared, I'm sorry. Nah, y'all guys are back. And look, with that being said, this is what I call the Raw Thoughts moment. On my show, I let people go ahead and start the show. I may have to do three things during that time. So, uh hold on a second. With that being said, let's talk about Tom Brady back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm coming straight back. But Bruce goes to the front office and let me put the um I, need, I want to put the um the blinker on. That's what they do on first take the blinker or the, the, the ticker. Ty bowles, the new head coach. With that being said, Jared Bones, welcome back, baby. I apologize for the delay. Now nah, okay. get those things out. Let's go. Ray, you ready? You good? You're open. Let's do it. All right, Let's do it. So there Let's do you go. It. Jared, you start first.
1: All right, so the craziest thing about the Tom Brady returning is the news that has been kind of underreported—the fact that Miami was making a push to trade for him. They were looking to bring in Sean Payton. They wanted to make Brady and Payton minority owners in the team. Uh, I don't think I don't think Brady's plans were to ever come back to Tampa, but then everything with Miami fell through because the Brian Flores lawsuit. I don't think Brady wanted to go play for a guy that was a that was paying to lose. So part of that, I think Brady was sick and tired of Bruce Arians talking trash to him in practice because Arians has gone on a retirement tour and throughout his media presence in the tour, he's just talked pretty negatively. I mean, positively about Brady, but saying Brady does not deserve all the credit. I understand he's trying to back up his coaches, but let's be honest. The Buccaneers never win a single Super Bowl like in the last decade, like without Tom Brady. They don't beat the Chiefs. They don't even make it probably to the playoffs without Tom Brady. So, Tom Brady's more valuable to that franchise than Bruce Arians is. I hope he enjoys his retirement if he stays retired this time. And I hope he enjoys his job in the front office. But Brady will continue to lead that team just like I think he has. And I think he's going to do a heck of a job. I wouldn't be shocked if he comes back and they're by far one of the top contenders in the NFC this upcoming season.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think with, obviously, the Rams, to so say just one will still be the favorites, obviously. Um, I honestly think Tom maybe pushed for this in the front office, you know, to say, hey, you know what? I think so, too. Uh, yeah, let, let, let's make this happen and get, you know, and get B.A. out of here and, you know, and Tom can be the coach. Um, I mean, listen. When you can go nine to seven with a Jets team, you can definitely coach. (laughs) Yeah. So you know, I I was happy to see that Todd Bowles was able to get the uh, get the job, and you know, I think that he deserves it. Well, so does Byron Leftwich at some point. So you know, we we know he did. We know we did in the NFL and what he's been able to do as a coordinator. So you know, there's there's a lot of things, you know, that that were going, you know, I guess kind of crazy in Tampa. Um, it was almost it was predictable to see that, or it was predictable to see. Um, this coming from BA, like he was going to go around saying, "Hey, you know, I've done this, I've done that." Um, I guess you didn't really see it as much in Arizona or even Pittsburgh because you know it, it was it was a different market. Yeah, when you have Tom Brady as <laughs> you know your quarterback, you know everything you say, everything you do is going to be scrutinized. Um, now that being said, you know Tom's coming back for the twenty third <laughs> year, um, you know going to age forty five season. I think that he. You know, coming off one of his better seasons yet. I mean, his his last 10 years is a Hall of Fame career, Um, you know, if, if we're being honest. And I know that folks think it was always Belichick going now in this case they want to give credit to Arians. But um you've seen what happened in New England now without 12. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, you saw what happened with Bruce Arians where he didn't have someone like 12 because yep. Carson Palmer, um, you know, even Andrew Luck for a little bit, like those, they are not, <laughs> they, are, they are not Thomas, uh, Edward Patrick Brady in <laughs> the second. Just, <laughs> just, just, saying. So, yes, um, I'm excited to see him back. I'm, I'm happy for Bowles as, as you know, to, to get that head head coaching nod. I'm assuming Gronk comes back at some point. He's just, he's just enjoying his summer. even though he took a shot in New England today, um, or recently in the interview. Oh yeah, you know, that was hilarious. It, it came out. Yeah, it came out. I was like, okay, like. Um it's like, bro, like, if you if you hate Bill, just just say that, bro. Like, because it, it wasn't Kraft. Like, Kraft gave you every chance possible <laughs> to to resign and get the money you you deserve. So just say you hate Bill and then and keep it moving. And that, that that is perfectly fine. Yep. Um, but you know, needless to say, you know, I said Tom Tom is back. Um, you know, it, it was it was shorter, you know, than my high school football career. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> You feel me? So, at every time, it was definitely shorter than my, than my high school football career. But hey, he, he's back, and I'm ready to see him dominate for another year. And um, I would love for him to go out facing us. And, you know, uh, Ryan, you got to have me back on if, if that happens. You know, um, it, we thought it was going to happen this year. <laughs> it was it was close. It was close to an extent. But, you know, they, they New England and, and Tampa Bay went home early. But, um, needless to say, you know, congrats to Todd Bowles. You know, I'm excited to see Brady come back on the field uh, later on this year.
1: You know, Dang, I thought it was so I thought it was crazy that Todd ahead, Bowles here. did I thought it was crazy that Todd Bowles like didn't get a job elsewhere Fast. like this past off season. Like he deserved one. I think Byron also deserved a look. Like I don't understand how neither one of them got even I mean, I don't know if they got offered a job or not, but I don't think they saw this. I don't know if they necessarily knew this was coming, but they thought that maybe there was a chance of it and that could be why they stayed. But either way, I think Tampa Bay is in good hands with the coaches they have, let alone the fact that they like you said, they have 12.
0: So for me, when I go when I look at this, right, I look at it on a level of Tom came back, Tom in like certain coaches, but I also look at like Brian Leftwich, Ty Bows, the the saga of right now with Brian Flores' situation, it's like, hey, we got to expose how good these guys are. Bruce Aarons literally said that I wouldn't be where i met without these guys. But we don't discuss these guys. So when he looks at it, he says, "Ha, I don't know where the front office opening came in, but it was like it is what it is. So now you have Brian Lefkowitz, who's probably going to be a head coach next season. I think this is the first season in the last season he's in Tampa Bay, unless something just goes dramatically wrong. But on the other end of that, you can say, well, you got Tom Brady's a quarterback, a veteran quarterback, seasoned quarterback who can make you look a lot better than what you all I'm not saying like he's games. Excuse me. Tom Brady is great. He's a hall of famer and he is, but your play calling Tom Brady can probably find the open man. Every quarterback probably can't find the open man. So you go get another quarterback, you get another team, you're the head coach. You might have a guy like, you missed the play. But you had Tom Brady. Tom Brady don't miss those open throws. He's a good guy of reading progressions and reading receivers, stuff like that. So, like, he knows that. Everybody doesn't do the same, right? So, I guess this scenario – and the goal of the scenario is creating an opportunity. And though, by leverage would get that opportunity to, like, be a head coach elsewhere. Although, you know, he played for a while. He stayed in the pocket. Him and Tom Brady pretty much are, like, similar. God, I remember even days he was in Jacksonville. Pocket, 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 pocket. So,
2: wow. for me, go ahead. You heard it here first. Byron Leftwish or Tom Brady or similar quarterbacks. Wrong thought, baby. that's a raw thought and, and one. It's I, a crazy and, wrong thought, but look, 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 <laughs> what I'm saying is,
0: I'm not saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying similar quarterbacks to legacy and accolades. Oh no, you, you you know like, I'm that. saying it, I'm saying it like they're both pocket quarterbacks. They're Ooh. not Lamar Jackson, they're not Cam Newton, they're not Colin Kaepernick. They're not Russell Wilson. Like those guys, they're not even Patrick Mahomes. He's even even mobile. What I'm saying is, from a standpoint of a pocket quarterback reading the defense, I'm pretty sure Biden left with just an office quarterback. I'm going to be real. Raw thoughts. I'm going to give a prime example. Tom Brady, Tom Brady on the field. But you have coaches who can see the field from on another end. Um when I say am gonna say this one more time, so i make sure I say it, say it correctly. Like, let's say for instance, if I'm playing wide receiver and I'm a wide receiver coach, I may see it differently from what the guy on the field may see it like. So those guys off the field can see a different way, they can see it a different way. by Leopard is nowhere near the greatness of Tom Brady. But those guys have similar things, so let's say they in practice and they're just both of them just dropping back. Tom Brady may see it one way, Brian Leffers may see it another way, or they may see it the same way. Doesn't mean that he can execute like Tom Brady, excuse me. Doesn't mean he can execute like Tom Brady. I'm just saying, like those guys, the quarterbacks in the initial. Instinct to find the overman is there. I just think that's what it is. He's nowhere near Tom Brady. So I had to make sure I had to put that correctly. Yeah, please so I can hit no, it for I'm you,
3: Ray. Because I almost think I'll, that I'm a, saying Byron
2: Leftwich and Tom Brady are the same. They are not. You know that's the title of this episode. When I, when I when I when I when he asked me to share it, I'm gonna say the ep- the title of the episode is Brian Love Rush is just as good as Tom Brady. Oh no, I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, we we want to keep the credibility of the show, okay? You've been doing right, this too right, long right, right. to make a statement like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man,
0: hey, and I get it. <laughs> so that being <bitch> said, <laughs> so that's what that is. So the next topic I'm gonna go to is uh had to pull it up real quick, people. We never did we no, we never did get into the here we go. Let's go Raw thoughts. Everybody's talking about the AirC is ooh. Wow. Oh, Russell in, in Denver. Devontae Adams get with his best friend. Tyreek Hill gets traded in Miami. And Huber, I mean, just Huber gets a good defense. So, I'm Jared Show. We're going to let Ray Buchanan take it first.
2: So, listen, the, the AFC West <laughs> is loaded. I know you were holding on to so your NFC West being the toughest division. Um, and they, they still very well maybe at the end of this year, right? So I don't want to, I don't want to, I, I don't want to dismiss that, but right now the off season was won by the AOC West by all four teams. Um, well, I, I won't say necessarily one, cause we don't know what Kansas city is going to be, but when you're able to get back five picks, you know, for, for Hill, obviously you lose a dynamic weapon, but you're really given a chance to really rebuild really on the fly and reload, um, on the fly. You know, Andy any Reid definitely drafts well when it comes to offense, offensive talent. So uh, even though they need more help on the defensive side of the ball, but yeah, that that they're loaded, man. Uh, Devonte Adams, I I was I was shocked when I saw that trade. Like I remember being in the restaurant with my mom, and I was like, oh my god, like I'm like Devontae Adams just got traded to to, to Vegas. She was like, who? I was like, you've seen him before, but whatever, mom, it's okay. But I think like, he's a really good receiver, <laughs> um, and he's he's going he's going to Vegas. So I was like, wow, that's that's uh. You know, talk about getting an upgrade after what happened with the Henry Ruggs uh, situation. So him and Renfro should be crazy. Ren- Renfro runs routes, man. Whew! That, boy, that boy is some serious. So um, mm. I want him in, in New England coming out of Clemson a few years ago. But, <laughs> yeah, that, that boy is a real deal. Um, and as far as Denver goes, right, listen, Ru- Russell Wilson is still still has a lot left in the tank. Um, I, I know some Denver fans. They felt that they was a quarterback away from games to the Super Bowl. That's how – I mean – Granted, I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Will they make the playoffs with Russ? Obviously, but when you have Judy uh, Sutton, um, I, don't, I don't I don't, know if Gordon's going to come back. I know he's a free agent. Um, so, you know, we'll see what he's doing at the running back position. Maybe they draft this kid, Kenneth, uh, Kenny Walker, out of uh, I think Michigan State, you know, someone like that to, to, to kind of, you know, take over the um, the running back duties. But, listen, on paper, the A C West is definitely loaded. Um, and, you know, teams around the league – not just in the AFC, should fear uh, facing any one of those four teams uh, in this upcoming season.
1: Go ahead, Jay. I bet. So the Chargers of all those teams might have had the best offseason by far. They are in a tough city because they're in L.A. where it's nice weather. It's a bunch of fair weather fans. They only come when you're winning. And a team Mm -hmm. that's in their city just won the Super Bowl. So they had to load up and they went out and got Khalil Mack and he might be slowing down and beat towards the end of his prime, but he's still Khalil Mack and he's playing against he's playing across from Joey Bose at this point. They said, All right, if we're gonna get Khalil Mack and have a great pass rush, we need to lock down that defensive side. Let's go get JC Jackson. And then they went all in on JC Jackson, and that defense now is absolutely stacked. They said if you want to beat us in this division, you're gonna have to play offense. And then all the teams just kind of reacted after that. Like Kansas City, it was shocking to me that they traded Tyreek, but once they saw those Devontae Adams contract numbers, they realized they couldn't keep him, moved on. I think it's going to hurt their offense but benefit them at the same time because I think teams figured out how to play that offense with Tyreek. Just stop the plays from over the top, and you could tackle him. You can get him. As long as they're in front of you, you're fine. So I think Kansas City is going to go with a different approach this year. I think they're going to go a lot run-heavier. And I, I think Kansas City could easily still win the AFC West because they do still have Patrick Mahomes. But, again, it's a tough division. AFC West is going to be a, a lot of fun to watch. But I'm going to be honest with you. Chargers are going to win that thing easy, I think. Hmm. Okay. okay. I like the
0: Chargers I like it. I like it. Okay. I like the Chargers too. I like what the Chargers are doing, right? But – some the other race says because he claims Ray is the other Ray. He said that's still number 15's division to win. I don't care who yeah, they He, had. he, 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 not, he said he even broke down the he even broke down the stats so were like the without Tariq, he Gale, they still Mahomes. won a lot of games. He loved him, you know, and I'm a Justin Herbert fan because I said he was the best quarterback out the draft, and everybody thought I was talking wrong. I was talking stupid. I knew he was the best quarterback. He had Keenan Allen. He had the guy Eckler. He had uh, Mike Williams, the defense. But the the funny thing about it is like, even with Tariq Hill, the LA Chargers still found a way to beat Kansas Chiefs. You know, like Seattle is San Francisco's kryptonite. Miami Dolphins somewhere is the Patriots' kryptonite. Yeah, not
2: in, every yeah, in, yeah. In, so in I'm Miami, saying, yeah, in Miami for sure. Yep. Right, right, right. <laughs> no, no, for, for sure. And, and the charges and get them down there. The same over. thing, right? Yeah.
0: So like, when I look at it, I'm like, Oof. like that's what it is. Like, I'm saying charges, but I'm also saying like, whoa, have a seat. Let's see what five hundred million dollar man. Although it's not all five hundred million dollar man. Patrick Mahomes does to get past the AFC West, but he's the highest paid quarterback in the.
2: But yeah, they they got a, they got a draft right though. Like it's we we can Ooh, woo. Yeah. and I, 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 I Raylan, I know you brought you either you're listening to this now or you're about to listen to this when, when it comes out. But um, yes, fifteen is still the best quarterback in the division. Now, that's that's not to debate. Yes, that's true. Can can you can you still? Can you still do what you can do when the records of rugby aren't there? Um, You know, I think, you know, obviously they, they, I mean, we'll see what Juju Smith uh, does. We'll, we'll see. Um, You know, but I still think they still need to draft another lineman in my opinion. So maybe they get Zion Johnson out of uh, Boston college or, um, you know, somebody we'll, we'll we'll see what happens, but they they still they still got to build around him. It's not something where it's going to be him and, and Kelsey going all over the field like that. That's not happening. But go 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 ahead, prime time. Okay. Hey, look. So
0: basically, what I was saying is because I wanted you to talk, get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like Andy Reid's offense is built around skilled and fast players. I'm Juju Shush is nowhere near to Hill. No, he is slow. He's not even nowhere near Deshaun Watson <laughs> back in right. in Philly. You know, when he was fast, you know, so he likes those skill. He ain't even Darren Spruce. You know, so I'm saying, like, Andy Reid likes really, really fast guys. Even when he first got to Kansas City, was it, what was it? Uh, the running
2: back? Was, 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 was Jamal Charles still there? No. Oh, now, now it's Davis. Now it's Davis.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he was even fast. Oh. So, like, like he likes those skill plays. He, he's not really in the business of. Getting a bulky physical guy to do anything. So now you bring in Juju Schuster. I'm not saying he's physical, but he's nowhere near fast as any of those receivers no. that temp, that can't city, excuse me, not Tampa, can't see this had for the past few years. And now you're asking him to play a whole different role. My question is what type of role is any playing unless and Eric Enemy is calling the shots? I don't know. But go ahead, Jerry. Give me your rough thoughts before I get, get to another topic.
1: Yeah, I think Kansas City needs to add a add a burner in this draft. And it wouldn't shock me if they went after Jamison Williams to add some more speed oh. so that it could be Jamison Williams, Miko Hartman, and pl- probably playing Juju in the slot across from t- uh, Travis Kelsey. Because then you got two big-body physical guys in the middle, two speedsters on the outside. It wouldn't shock me if that's what they do.
2: but I, I, I'd be pissed. <laughs> I would also be pissed. be pissed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I, I don't want to think about that. And that that would happen. Or even Sky Moore, too. Sky Moore is another guy. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah, continue, though. Oh, Lord. No, no please they're, don't. They're going to
1: have to add someone that's that's extremely fast, in my opinion. And then they're not going to – I think their offense is going to look a lot different. I don't know if it's going to be as prolific as it's been in the past. But I think they just kind of – because last year, Mahomes, Mahomes struggled a little bit last year. He threw a lot of interceptions last year. Like, he played really well. But in comparison to other years he's had, I feel like he struggled a little bit because defenses were doing things differently. He was trying to force the ball downfield because that's what their offense was meant to do. Mm. I think bringing in Juju, they wanted a guy that can play kind of similar to Travis Kelsey, where they can just kind of sit down low, you can dump it off to him and make a hit a couple yards. But like in my opinion, looking at like all the offenses in that in that entire division. The most question marks at any receiver position is Denver, right? Like, they have You're Jerry Judy. Right. They have Jerry Judy, and, Jerry but Judy,
0: like, and what's the other kid? Sartain? Uh, People again? talk like
1: Sertain is really good. Yeah, I mean, he's good, but, like, when you look at the other team's receivers, they got – so the Chargers got Williams and
0: Allen. Williams.
1: And then the Raiders got, Raiders Monte got Adams, Dante
0: Adams. the, other guy on the other side?
1: Hunter Hunter Renfro. <laughs>
0: I, Rimfo, Rimfo was know. amazing at Clemson.
1: God, great, okay. those are Go two ahead. great route runners right there.
0: Jay, I'm, Hold I'm, on, did Rimfo get I'm changed bad, to Washington? Yeah. Who was he at Washington first, Rimfo,
2: or was he at? I think oh, he, he got, got, yeah, got, yeah, got, got, got drafted to the He got drafted to them. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he yeah, got drafted to them. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I'm biased because I mean, I, I'm, as a fan <laughs> of the FTC, I mean, I'm I'm a Gator fan, but. Listen, Jerry, Jerry Judy. <laughs> no, he's fantastic. He's listen, fantastic. Man, I, I, I don't, I don't know. He, he, oh, he, he's on par with anybody in that division, hell in the league when when he's on. Um, and he, I mean, once again, as much as I liked him, he, he was playing with you, Locke and 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 Taylor Bridgewater. So That's imagine what he's going to do with Russ. People, people thought that Tyler, Tyler Locker went off. J- Jerry Judy's about to have a hell of a season, in my opinion, if he's healthy. And so, of a but don't see those two got to stay healthy. So I mean, I guess, I guess. Technically, if you want to go by names, yes, Ken and Allen, Mike Williams, yes, yeah. you know by name they're they're the you know the the least of the division, but Jerry Judy, um, <laughs> he's about to be judge, jury, and execution yeah. <laughs> to some of these cornerbacks in that division, so um, it, 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 it's coming. No, like, my
1: my biggest concern is just, like, how they match up with the Chargers and, like, how they match up with other teams in that division. Kansas City's defense is a little suspect.
0: The thing with Kansas City defense, though, is as long as the offense is scored, that's what it was. Remember, this is what Ray brought on a, an episode two weeks ago. He was like, Kansas City defense was suspect at the beginning of the year. And what happens? Patrick Mahomes and them guys find a way when people thought that the Kansas City Chiefs was yep. done. Out of it at the beginning of the season, what happens? Kansas City still finds way to win it. Not even off the of principle of defense, but like the ability to win it with those stipulations on it, I guess. And they still got to the
2: they got to the MC championship with it. Yeah, but pe- people played them scared. That's the problem. Like Cincinnati no. wasn't scared. Like that's that's why Cincinnati beat them the first time. Right, they right, been, right. getting like you 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 can't if you play them if you play them like oh man like well you know sure I, you know Tyree Hill gonna get behind me well yeah he, he's gonna get his because he runs a four two forward but I I get that but if you if you press them or you play them um you know play them just not even straight up but just play them like yo like I'm not I'm not fearing what happens like, I'm just gonna play whatever results happen happen then most times you usually stay within the games. It's the ones that you back your way off and you're giving him a free release. So, of course, once again, Mahomes said it best. Yo, F it. So Tyree down there somewhere, yep. and he would <laughs> just put the rest it down <laughs> It's, it's crazy. crazy, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's crazy. So, now, now we don't have that now, so we're we, we going to see... Because, the people not worried about... about. Uh, well, I think Pringle left, too. But people not worried about Demarcus Robinson running down by somebody or... um. Not worried about Juju Smith just running by somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's it. We're more worried about the TikTok dances than anything else that he's gonna do with Arrowhead. So it's like so there's a lot of Hey, stuff by the right. way, he
0: said, I'm not doing them with TikTok. He's lying.
2: he's lying. He's lying. <laughs> and, and listen, and you can rest assured they say if they start the season like nine and two or whatever, you can rest assured he's gonna be in there and talk about hey, a baby, baby. <laughs> Hey baby, he's gonna do a little dance. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm gonna do that dance. If yeah, boy, gonna, do that dance, gonna do that dance. Do that dance. So that he gonna do all that. <laughs> you know, Juju won that beat. What? Juju won that beat. Like he's he's gonna do that, and they're gonna be like, damn, like, I thought she was done with that. But no, you know, we winning. You know, Pat on me dimes, and then it's gonna be like, damn. The Kansas City Chiefs finished <laughs> ten to <and> seven. <laughs> you know what happened in the year? Oh, because Juju just schuster right. wanted to be here being want to be team mascot as opposed to being the next Dwayne Bowe for them. <laughs> <or Andy laughs> back in the day, you know what I'm saying? Let, let's let's let let's, let's go here. So I I don't know, man, but <laughs> um, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. But I said this, this division is gonna be crazy. Um, I, I'm, I'm to have to see how it unfolds because it it never goes the way you envision, and right. it never does. Yeah. Um. So we can think that Kansas City may run through it or Denver or whoever's going to run through it, or they may have the least opposite, but Denver might turn out to be the most explosive, right? So mm-hmm. you, you just you just right. never know. It depends on who they draft. It depends on who ends up signing there, who gets released in training camp and comes over. And you're like, oh, man, like, I can't believe so so let them go. So, you know, as we know, one man's trash is another man's uh, treasure. So we'll, we'll we'll see what happens.
1: You know, the the team in that division that honestly scares me the most is because people don't talk about him as the Raiders because Derek Carr is a lot better than people give him credit for. Yeah. And now he's got two – like I'd, I'd probably say Devontae Adams is a top five route runner in the league. Hunter Renfro is one of the best route runners in the league outside of maybe Cooper Cup. Like you put those two on the same offense with Darren Waller and a Josh McDaniels offense,
2: that offense could be scary.
0: Yep. You know all about Josh McDaniels, don't you, Ray? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I can't stand Josh Daniels, though. Can't stand What?
0: Him. Oh let's go, let's go there. Let's go there right now. Rough those. We got all night, baby. Let's
2: yeah, can, go, can't baby. stand him. Can't stand him. Um well no, I I'm not gonna bore these fans at twelve o'clock about that. That was the case, but no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but no. Um he I think to me he was just a very predictable play caller. And maybe Ooh. part of it was because Ooh. of how Bill wanted to run the offense and you know, even though he was the play caller, Bill was still the guy that you know, made all the decisions, you know, whether they installed new players on Wednesday or, you know, do you want to throw a walkthrough on Friday and then, you know, game day on Sunday, Um, they just became very predictable. Like it would get to a third and 12 and it's like, yo, like throw a screen or throw a, you know, throw throw a, throw a, throw a, throw a dig route, throw, throw something. They they on a, a halfback toss, which is, you know, one of the first plays you learn on Madden, a halfback toss to either to the left or to the right for two yards. That was fourth oh. down. Now it's now it's fourth to ten on the thirty-one yard line, and you're punting because it's about field position. Man, forget all that. I I now clearly clearly maybe maybe he wasn't the the the, the setback in the win because clearly he's being aggressive. He told Mark Davis, he's like, look, go get Devontae, go get like he's he's brought mad Patriots over there too, like Brandon Bolden's over there. Yes, um, you know Dave Ziegler who's who was um I think part of the front office over there. So they they're bringing a lot of New England people over there. So um Raiders fans, you're welcome. You know, y'all been crying about you know the the Tuck rule for the last you know twenty some odd years. So um even though you made the Super Bowl the next year and got beat by three touchdowns, but you know, that's the here or there. Um but yeah, Josh McDaniels, like I say in New England, I can understand him. But hey, Raiders fans, Raider Nation, Raiders. Well, uh, deal, deal with that. Congratulations and you know, good 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 riddance, uh Josh McDaniels.
0: So, with that being said, shout out to um guys. Follow everybody that's listening. Follow Raw Mind Sports on Instagram and click the link in the bio. Take a survey by the students who interviewed me earlier this week from North Edgecombe High School. And they want to be able to uh, hear thoughts about sports and all that stuff. And that's one thing. And shout out to All-Star Sports a-C-C-S. Get them a call at 252 231 or visit them at the website AllStarsports. sports scom Use the promo code RAWMIND. Use promo code RAWMIND. And you get a 15% discount on all sports apparel. They got the Patriots in there. They have Pittsburgh in there. They have the LA Chargers. They have the Las Vegas Raiders. She literally has everything in that shop. So, Hey, hey, I'm gonna let y'all go ahead. So uh here go the next here's go to the next one, cause I think y'all be waving this thing entire time before we get into something else. <clears throat> what do the Lakers do? Oh, I see my man Jared Barnes show put his head down. <laughs> Ray, began to laughs So go ahead, go ahead, Jared. Go ahead, Jared. Go ahead, go ahead, Jared sir. Yes, sir.
1: Listen, I hate to say this for the Lakers. Cause it's gonna be rough when it's gonna be rough when they lo- have to move on from LeBron. But it's it's time. It's time to move on from LeBron. Mm-hmm. This is the I roster like I like This him. is the <laughs> roster that LeBron wanted. And they're terrible. Mm. Missed the playoffs.
0: Mm. What else?
1: Couldn't even make the play-in tournament.
0: What else? (laughs) (laughs) You're not getting your ass. His
1: best friend friend couldn't even stay healthy.
0: Mm. What else? Come on. on. You're not not
3: getting your
1: ass. Ain't nobody on the team team can shoot threes, and the game Mm. is shifted What
3: else?
2: Boy, that's my, that's my new boy. JP J- 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 is going to take you. My man is preaching right now, y'all. He is preaching. He's giving y'all a sermon. Listen to the man. Keep going. <laughs> go, ahead.
1: go ahead. Nah, but, like, for real, though, like, they had a shot at getting De'Aaron Fox before hmm. the season started, and LeBron picked Russell Westbrook. And I understand Russell Westbrook's a stat machine, but Russell Westbrook can't shoot a three for his life. I'm an okay, I'm a ho- Oklahoma City Thunder fan. Listen, basketball is rough for me. But, like, we got picks in the future, but, like, I watched Russ for the longest time. We were not going to do anything, even when he was putting up massive numbers and winning MVPs. And when I saw him go to the Lakers, I was like, yeah, why are they just trying to put together the 2010 All-Star team? Like, I don't, I don't necessarily know if LeBron thought this roster was going to be All-Star caliber, but it's, it's just time to move on, because, like, this, like, it's just, it's too much. Like, LeBron at that point has pretty much more or less like the guys that he would have had three years ago for the AD trade. I was never a fan of the AD trade, but technically they won a, they won a ring, so it worked out. Mm. But the young talent that they had, like, yeah, none of them necessarily panned out because they, I don't think they were really ever given a fair shot at their first, their first team. Imagine if that young roster, LeBron could have used them and built around them for a little bit and then when they got... And, because he's going to make them better. He would have made them better. He could have flipped them them guys for even more. And I, I just think it's time to move on from LeBron and cut your losses while you have it. And go, go after somebody young.
2: Mm.
1: Go after another all-star.
2: Ooh, mm. go, go ahead, Prime Time.
0: Go ahead. It's, 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 your, it's your show. Your time. Go ahead, oh, primetime. so you want me to go right now? Yeah. yeah. You want me to go right now? Because yeah. <laughs> if I go, it's going to be raw thoughts. Wrong thoughts on the way. So, <laughs> this is where I'm going in, man. Woo! Oh, this, this is beautiful. Go <clears throat> ahead, Ray. I gotta go. I gotta finish yourself. You see how we do me, Monica? <laughs> okay, but hold on. Okay, my head. Up. No,
2: listen, man. I, 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 I've, I've made a lot of jokes. um, But this is a moment to say, even to the other Ray, to you two, um, you know you know, Mr. Jones <laughs> prime time. Uh, I, I, I told you, <laughs> cause when, 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 when you, when, we, when you had three of us, two of us all earlier and you was like, man, you know, or y'all, you and Ray was like, man, give it time. You know, he'll, he'll, catch uh... year. and I'm like, nah, like you can see bro. Like the writing's on the wall, like the chemistry is not there. The talent level, most of all, is not there. And then they weren't deep enough to withstand the injuries that end up happening. Right. So, Listen, we know we know A D is Mr. Glass. You know, like we, we know that he was Mr. Glass in New Orleans, you know, he was Mr. Glass even ah. when he in, the, when he in the championship. Um, but once again, like you said, uh Jared, like because they won, it was just the, the, the trainers being, ended up being uh justified. But at the end of the day, listen, looking at looking at the on the looking at if you go to basketball reference, you'll see like, oh man, you know, he averaged Russ average 18, seven, and seven. Uh, that's 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 not bad. And it's not, it's not it's not bad at all. Seven rebounds, seven assists for a guard is is phenomenal.
1: How many times?
2: Um, and to, to his credit, though, I mean, except for last night against the Warriors, the man essentially played every game. So I that that he, he's a workhorse in that regard. He's going to show up to work. So that that I can't knock about Russ. However, he was he just simply was not the right fit, and that's okay. Um, does it does it taint his legacy forever? No. Um, does it does it highlight or illuminate some things that? was was being seen in Oklahoma City or even seen in Houston. Um absolutely. And once again, the Lakers fans are not going to be patient. They're the 17 time world champions just like the Celtics. They're not going to be patient about what is going on. They want to win that product on, on the court. And you know, I mean just a few years ago they were sagging off of him in in the in the Western Conference semifinals. You know, so they I, I just don't know how they they went from that to saying hey maybe he's the guy that can do, you know, this, and the third. And I don't even think, you know, usually you know, Magic talks about it on first take. You know, he, they put him on, you know, Magic puts the blame on LeBron saying, hey, you know, you know we could have got DeRozan, we could have got this guy. And I'm like, uh, you you kind of copped out Magic. Yo, I should have stayed. You you was the one that was talking. You and Rockwood, you could have got together and said, hey, you know what? Listen, LeBron, I know you don't want to call the shots, but look, um, if we can get this guy here, that guy here, um, that's gonna you know benefit you more, and maybe have you have less minutes on on your body when it comes to, to April May and June. Then you know let, let us do our job. But the problem is, and this this has been most years with LeBron led, LeBron uh, James led teams. He still wants to be the reason why they win, and Ooh. that that's that's his downfall. He wants to be the reason why they win, and it's like that's a problem. Once again, thirty points, six assists. Um, and a rebound or oh, a rebound, whatever. Six is phenomenal. Great. That's that's that is awesome. You know, you he's thirty-seven. I I get it. Shout out to Supreme. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Like I, I, I get that. You know, we will never witness this again. You know, that's my go. That's my king. Great. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> but he, 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 he's going he said it's so nonchalant. Hey, awesome. I no, mean, I mean, it's just like, it's, 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 it's wild. And once again, I even on the, the shows that I do, I get painted as like, oh, I'm the LeBron apologist. It's like, no, he's a Laker, man. I I I hate I'm I am I am Boston through and through. I hate the Los Angeles Lakers. Boston Red Sox. Yeah, Boston Celtics, Lakers, New England Patriots, Panthers, Boston Bruins, whatever. Like, that's where I'm at. So I, anything LA, this this it was beautiful. Listen, Jerry. I, you, you can even cut out this part for me if you want to because everything that Jared said that's all you, that's all you need to hear. I'm just I'm just supplementing what Jared said. Jared gave us a sermon for three minutes here about why Russell Westbrook is no longer the guy and that LeBron you know may, may need to fade up into that into rodeo drive. So you can cut out this part uh... if you want to. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying you know make, make another space jam, make another train wreck, whatever you want to do. Um, I do love the shoes though. I, I got me, I got me a pair of over, over here and, and <laughs> behind me, <laughs> the shoes are nice. But other than, other than that, brother, it's, 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 I won't say it's time to call it on, on a career, but, um, I do think he should end his career in Cleveland though. And that, that's a raw thought. Go, go back to Cleveland. Um, I, I think they could have went far in the East with him this year. I, I, I firmly believe that Mobley love, um, you know Garland. I mean, sex has been out for the for the. For, Is it for the years, that like.
0: Love has still been in
2: Cleveland since LeBron left? I mean, you would too. If they gave you 118 million dollars. Where you going? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. Where are you going? Where you going? And hey, once again, you're not, you're, not, you're not getting it getting from anywhere else. You're not getting it from. <laughs> you know, you know, like else, here, 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 Mr. Love here's X, Y, and Z. You know, so um Kevin Love and Chris Bosh have the two of two of the best agents of all time. Because the fact right. that Chris Chris Bosh had a had a serious, and I don't joke, I'm not joking about this, but he had that serious um, heart issue or blood clot issue, I think right, he had. Right,
3: right, right, right. And the fact
2: that he got another 118 million dollars—listen, his agent needs to become my agent so that I can continue to get some cyber money because that that that, right. is, that is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Um, but needless to say, um, this has been a wonderful season for me to watch uh, the, <laughs> the Lakers and. You know, I hope that they enjoy the NBA playoffs from their wonderful homes with their lovely families.
0: So, with that being said for me, like for the Lakers situation, it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily I'm a Dahlha Westbrook guy, but not for the Lakers situation. And I'm just saying because I look at it from outside just basketball from all angles, like LeBron new guys, I'm gonna be honest. I knew the five and the frame Vogel was coming around sooner or later. Not because of Russ, not because of LeBron. Excuse me, take that back. LeBron put this roster together. It was more so like when I listened to Magic, I even watched this um on HBO Max or HBO winning season, and it shows like how genuinely close Magic and Genie Bus is. I don't think they never then they were never made to be in business together. But like they have a genie relation because her dad took over the team the first year when Magic Johnson became an LA Laker. Well, Jerry West and everybody else didn't want Magic, but said I want Magic. So they have more so although he's a player, they have more so of a real relation because first year owner, first year player type of stuff. So Genie sees that. What I think is honestly Showtime. Raw thoughts. This was not a Lakers move. But everything that happened to this team was not a Lakers move. It was like let's trust LeBron, whatever he says, and go. And to get LeBron in the building, that was a Magic Johnson closing the deal because he's Magic Johnson. It's the principle of respect. And like, so I guess LeBron was like, "Okay, this is Magic Johnson talking. Regardless, I've seen every show. Whatever he done, this is Magic Johnson talking. So." You get Magic Johnson in the building, right? <clears throat> you get Magic Johnson in the building. You get him to bring in LeBron. He's a before they won the championship. Then you get LeBron in. And pretty much when Magic was there, at first he was like, cool. But nobody ever talks about the reason why Magic Johnson resigned from an organization he won five championships from. Kurt Ramsey is still there. From Pelinka, Kobe Bryant's agent is still there. Nobody talks about why Magic left, right? And the facts came out this week, and I been knew that. LeBron is LeBron. LeBron wants him to control the show and narrative. And the crazy part is about his raw thoughts. LeBron can probably control... I don't, is it thirty one teams or thirty two teams in the NBA?
2: No, it's, it's thirty. Yeah, thirty.
0: Thirty. He controlled twenty nine. The Lakers are like, we're gonna sell tickets with or without you. That's really the only team that can say we can sell tickets with or without you. He wasn't controlling
2: Miami though. No, no, I mean no. I mean he didn't. So I, 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 I was. I lived out there. I, I'm telling you, like Pat Riley is, is the man. He, he is the guy out there. He's the, the Godfather. And one more person too.
0: I'm gonna say this to you, raw thoughts. Yeah, Donna's has them. Cause apparently he's still there. He's taking them cheap <laughs> contracts. And people love him in Miami. No, so I mean, ain't he, no farmers
2: sitting there forever. He, he 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 listen, he's Day County born and raised. Shout, shout out to the shout out to the shout out to Carol City. <laughs> to you know, that, that's my, my former students out there. Shout out what, I, what what's going on, y'all. So yeah, that that's 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 what it is. But um so, yeah, man, keep keep going though. Give, give me give me your therapy session. I'm I'm here for you.
0: Oh no, I ain't no therapy session. It's gonna be wrong yeah <laughs> So look, the Westbrook situation—that was LeBron bringing him in. Trust me, the Lakers wouldn't have took LeBron, they wouldn't have took Westbrook if it weren't for LeBron and giving the check mark. Now he gets there. LeBron likes those guys, and people don't understand. Like LeBron likes those guys who can play the, play on the road, play off the wing. I still control the des- destination, regardless of whether we like Russell Westbrook or not. He's a guy that needs the ball in his hand. Not saying he has to shoot the ball, not saying he has to take a lot of jump shots, but he needs the ball in his hand. But if you're trying to put Russell Westbrook on the island, I'm gonna do my thing, LeBron. I'm here, I'm LeBron. I'm gonna do my thing. I'm gonna kick out of you. That's not gonna work. That never has worked, LeBron, because Westbrook is not a jump shooter. So that was already a eh, eh, eh. now. This is the real thing right here, and I'm gonna throw it to y'all real quick before I um go into anything else. Russell Westbrook still has a $47 million contract he has to opt into. Mm. As a man, good, bad player, or not, me, Ryan Jones, is opted in. That, that money takes care of my family. Now, if he opts into this $47 million, they can stuck with him next year. It's the next part. Ain't nobody gonna trade for Russell Westbrook for forty-seven million, so they stuck with him. Now it's forced to move some other people around, because as a man, unless you can easily say I'm gonna cut Russell Westbrook, Russell Russell Westbrook wins. You cut me, I'm gonna get my forty-seven million. You trade me, I'm gonna get my forty-seven million elsewhere. So now the Lakers are stuck between the rock and the hard place, because. Right now, the level of play that Russell Westbrook had the entire season. Ain't nobody gonna want Russell Westbrook. One player for 47 million and you gotta get rid of three, four players. Ain't no way that's gonna happen. That's logic. That's common sense. As a if I'm trading for Russell Westbrook right now, as a diehard fan, you say, I want you to get Russell Westbrook. 47 million? You keep him. I'm gonna find me another player. I'll wait till that contract over with and get him for cheaper. So that's a GM. An owner talking, it's no way you can say you're gonna get him 47 million and get rid of everybody else. It ain't happening, so the Lakers are literally stuck with Russell Westbrook because I don't doubt, I doubt Russell Westbrook says I'm not, and he'll be crazy if he don't to opt out of 47 million. Ain't no way it's gonna happen. Now you gotta say, okay, that part the only way this works for the Lakers is. If Russell Westbrook plays great or amazing the first 20 games of next year, or he plays well by the All Star, if he doesn't play well by All Star, Lakers gonna have to move other players. But one player they ain't gonna be moved, and I'll be if he does be moved 47 million, then they got off lucky. But if he moved off like that, that's what it is. Go ahead, um, Jared.
1: Yeah, if I'm Russ, I'm not opting out of that either. $47 million is a lot of money. <laughs> $47 million is a lot of money. No, but they need to find a way to get him out of there just if they want to be successful and if they want to keep – because if I'm LeBron and he wants to opt in and take 47, like, I don't want to be there either because you know you're not going to be able to win again because they're not going to be able to have a bench. They're not going to have depth. They're going to be old. They're not going to be healthy. I mean, I know Ray probably loves it because that means – Lakers are bad for another year, but nah, they got to find a way to move on from Russ before the season starts. They got to be able to get a roster in there before the season starts.
2: All right, well, let, let, let me put on my let listen. <laughs> <laughs> and wait. You, you missed my little dance, Ryan. Right? Prior time I my saw dance. all that. I saw everything. I saw what you were doing. John, I saw. I multitasker, baby. Hit, 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 hit him, uh, Mister. Hit him with the flag, Mister John Wall, baby. Maybe that's the guy that comes into there and, and does something right instead. Um, yeah, you know, which listen to me. I, I'm not a, to me. John Wall is a great value. I think he's even worse than Westbrook. That's just my opinion. But um, so imagine that. I think someone worse than Westbrook, Ryan. Right? Can you believe that? But uh, <laughs> but no, um. Stephen A got killed for this, but I agree with him. AD's the guy you gotta move. I agree. If if you yeah, so if, if you want if you want to get Oh!
0: You took it up my mouth. Go ahead. Go Yeah, ahead. yeah.
2: So if, if you want max if you want maximum return on a player, regardless of his injured his injury status, um, or injury history, I should say, excuse me. I think AD's the guy you gotta move. So maybe you bring him back home to Chicago and you bring back Lonzo. Caruso and Vucevic for, for, um, for AD and they can kind of, you know, Chicago could figure it out from there. Um, with signing, re-signing Levine and then having Levine, AD, DeRozan, um, A.U. to some new, um, Kobe white and, and, just, and Patrick Williams will just go from there. Um, which will still be a very formidable team in, in yep. the Eastern Conference. I, I, I might add. So, um, I think that's what happens. I think AD says, Hey, I want to go home and, you know they make they make that deal, but if I'm if I'm LA, I do that in a heartbeat. I in and a NA heartbeat. If I can get back <laughs> Caruso, Ball, um, and and Vucevic in, in the same deal, and you know now now so today now that day, I think you can move Russ. Then now you can move Russ to um, you can move Russ elsewhere after that. Because I think there was a report coming out that Charlotte has emerged as a team that's looking yeah. to. To move him, so I mean, just, just you know, what what are your thoughts about that? Because to me, that that's insane. But what, what do you think about Charlotte being a, being a, a trade target for for Russ offseason?
1: I think that's Jordan Michael Jordan trolling. He's the, <laughs> he's the president. Of the, he's president of the Hornets, right? Yeah. He's in charge. He's in charge of stuff like that. I think he saw that LeBron couldn't win with Russ. He said, "Give me Russ. I'll make the playoffs with Russ if you give me Russ." I think that's just Jordan trolling LeBron. <laughs> but pers- <laughs> personally, that's all I think that one is.
0: So, I did miss a little bit. So, what I was going to say was another thing about Westbrook, to get back into that real just a quick snippet. Mm-hmm. Like, people have been bashing Westbrook all year long. And regardless if we can help it or not, everybody been hurt. LeBron been out. AD been out. And even though he's been trash, at least he's been available. Yeah. But these guys ain't even been available. So, what else say? Oh, LeBron oh. – Westbrook been available, but they ain't been winning no games. That roster won't set up for Westbrook to be taking over the team while LeBron set out some games. Although LeBron did have some amazing games when he still scored 50 plus and 80 been out the whole year. They only played 21 games get probably maybe 22. Well, I don't even know. But I'm just saying, Westbrook wasn't built for that. Westbrook's a really coming into that Lakers team to be as the number two or number three. Not to say, oh, my God, breaking news, AD's out for such and such, such. Oh, my God, LeBron is out. <clears throat> like, and then when he takes out, – I'm going to tell you now, what people don't understand when it comes to basketball terminology, as a coach, when you know LeBron now, AD out, automatically it's a rough night for Westbrook before he even start. Reason Why? Because most signals say we're gonna make Westbrook shoot. No, LeBron is on the floor. No, AD is on the floor. If I'm a coach, I'm gonna strategize and make sure Westbrook don't beat me to the basket. So those games become horrible because you expect Westbrook to do everything to carry them to victory. Then when he don't, people look at him, Westbrook ain't this, Westbrook ain't that. And I'm not saying that on the box though, but when you ain't got those star players there and they only been up for 21 games, yes, they should have won at least. 15 of those 20 games while they were there, mm-hmm. it just will not it. But I'm just saying, like, you just can't just necessarily just point it on him. And I think that's what Westbrook's real frustration comes from. Like, I've been available all year. Yeah, I played bad. But these guys ain't been around. They ain't getting no great. Ain't nobody talking about AD. Ain't nobody talking about LeBron. Everybody's pointing finger at Westbrook. With decision, LeBron's decision was to bring him there. So and that's what people were talking about ESP the today, like everything is going on with Lakers. Ain't nobody talking about LeBron. Ain't nobody talking about a decision he really mm-hmm. made. That wasn't a Rob Polinka decision to bring Westbrook in. If it was up to Rob Polinka, Westbrook wouldn't have been there. Genie Bus just will the organization to win. So it's definitely not a not a uh what's the word for it?
2: It wasn't an organizational decision, right? It that was, was straight up LeBron.
0: So LeBron mm-hmm. should be the one handling this. And that's another thought. Hold on a second. I think I got some comments over here. Oh, my man, James Quaver. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because we were talking about rest last night. They were talking about um, they think about trading for us, which I doubt it. I ain't gonna lie for me, raw thoughts as a biased person. If he in Charlotte, Ryan Jones senior aka prime time is on the way to Charlotte now. <laughs>
2: I And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 look, and hey, by the way, Ralph thoughts, I love the picnic fry. So he that <laughs> that's what it is. So, <laughs> oh no, no, he's
2: gonna be he's out. Gonna be out man. He's yeah, gone. he's gone. He's gone. <laughs>
3: he's
2: gone. <laughs> he's gone. So, uh, but, but see, see I am I and I um my, my co-host uh, Aaron. And me was like, "Oh, because I thought I thought Vogel was the guy." Blah blah. And I'm like, "Yo, I said one, they won a championship with him. so let's let's, let's not act like that didn't happen, right? Two, mm-hmm. he needs a rough, rugged type team, right? Um, when he when he was at his, his top of his game in Indiana, when they went to back to back conference finals, Ooh. like they, they was they was beating people up, not literally, but I mean they they was super physical. So right. David West was a was a throwback player. Roy Hibbert, you know that you know all them them guys from Georgetown are big and slow, except for Alonzo Mourning, and Patrick Henry. But you know it's just like that that he was he was that guy, right? So and then you, you had emerging Paul George, you know you had a young George Hill, um, Danny Granger was still good before he got hurt, um, you know that in those couple years. So he needs that type of team to be successful. They even made some waves with him in Orlando. So to make it seem like it was all on Frank once again, this always happens. Frank Vogel is the new David Blatt, right? Someone's got to be the scapegoat. You know, it can't it can't be number six. It can't be number twenty three. It it it, ha- it has to be the coach because there's no way you can have that guy on the team and not get to a certain level. And I just to me it's it's uh, it's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, no. But the answer to that yeah, James, sorry, like yeah, Frank, Frank Vogel definitely will be gone. I don't I don't get the Dark Rivers rumors either. Like to me, he's not much better at this moment. Um, this is not 2008 or 2009. Um, to me, dog's best coaching days are behind him. And that, that says a lot for me saying that. Cause I've been, a, I've been a dog river supporter, you know, for quite some time because of what he did for us in Boston. Um, but yeah, I think they just need, they made me need to go a different route. Like, um, you know, see if you get a guy like Monty Williams. Like, granted, Monty Williams is not going to leave Phoenix right now, but you know, it's just see, see, what, see what you can get. Um, but yeah, Frank, Frank Vogel, dog rivers, like those guys aren't, aren't the answer. Um, you know, and I mean, and I said Jason Kidd ain't coming back either, so um, I, I don't know, but they're, they're definitely in trouble, <laughs> like Jimmy Butler said a few years ago. He was a bit premature, <laughs> but he, he, he wasn't wrong. The Lakers are definitely in trouble, and you know, without trading one of those three guys, um, obviously, you have, you have to trade LeBron, um, but I, I think that you know, if they trade AD, I think they can get the best because I think you set the way for this. I think if they trade him to Chicago and get back Lucevic, um you know, Lonzo and Caruso, or one of those, or Patrick Williams, one of one, that combination, um, or even like a Kobe White to help out the bench. Like, I think that would be great. And then you can trade Russ to somewhere in the East. It doesn't have to be Charlotte. It could be somewhere else. But, but 47 trade million. Are you trading him 47 million just to sell tickets? Or are you trading him 47
0: million just to get I mean, the that's, yeah that's, and- that's, what, that's, what, that's what Washington did. Washington did that. Washington, Washington ain't everybody, though. Think about it. Let's think about it. It had 41 million, right? And the Lakers literally said, sources, ESPN, they were trying to trade Russell Westbrook everywhere this year off a 44
2: million contract. Excuse me. Everybody said no. That was a full all-star break.
0: So you think that's still going to happen?
2: Well, because somehow, some way, I just feel like when the the, the premier franchises start asking other teams, like somehow, some way, I feel like either Adam Silver or someone calls in and says, look, just do them a favor and get some players back, like you know. Oh, like, I like look, that. Look, that that Knicks that happens. That definitely happens. The
0: Knicks denied it. The Knicks denied it last year. Not Please, it's what that that, said, oh, that, right. happens. <laughs> that
2: definitely happens. Hell yeah! All right, you, so I got, I got I got another to- raw thought before you move on to the next thing. Um, and because this is unrelated, but I, I I I put I put some money on the Zion Williamson's the New York Knicks by by August. Hey, look timeout,
0: timeout. That ain't need the raw thought. Timeout. I'm about to say, Jay, I'm going to hit you with this. My dad just <laughs> talked to me about this about two hours ago. Yep. Zion Wilson going to be a knickerbocker. And he was yeah. telling me that literally. I'm like, I know. Yeah, he said, I don't think he's going to be in the Knicks. So you're all right. I-, I got you. All right, so before I go to the, the rest of LeBron question before we end the show, I have what I call wrong mind, raw thoughts, random time. And fan time, so here we go. The the fan time is. So will Tua, will have, Tua
2: the, have the?
0: I, oh lord! Go right. ahead. I, I spelled it wrong. Oh, hold on a second.
2: Well, I, I get what he said though. He said, "Will Tua have the <laughs> <and otherwise?"
0: laughs> I want to make sure my spelling right because I ain't a bad speller. Gotcha. I don't know about think I'm bad. I, I, I do, do have an answer bad. to that,
2: though, but I though, I could go first when when, when you do that, right, I got
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, say, hold on. I
2: see it again, yeah, hit, hit the space bar. Hit the space bar. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is this is a podcast. We we're right. not in class. We're not in class. <laughs> all right, here we go.
0: Yeah, no, you ain't gonna get me like that. <laughs> oh no.
2: So yeah, I'll be a question of the day. Yeah. Um so to to the fan that asked that, um, no. <laughs> um, you know, th- th- he's not gonna throw anything deep. Like they're not gonna throw any any um any go routes with with those guys, right? It's gonna be a lot of intermediate passing, um, a lot a lot of deep shallow crossing. So um they'll he'll get they'll get a lot of a lot of yak uh, yards um with, with those two guys on, on the field with Waddle and, and Hill. Even Gusecki, because is um runs about a four four five for a tight end, which is crazy. Um, so they they have a lot of speed really everywhere. So but don't, to to say that his arm is gonna get better just because he has those two guys, no, will his numbers improve? Absolutely. Um, but he he doesn't have an arm that's gonna be throwing down the field forty or fifty yards, everything will be ten to fifteen, maybe twenty on, on a good day. How you feel about yeah. that? Digit.
1: Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I don't think he's going to be asked to utilize his arm strength all that much either. I think Mike McDaniel is going to want to play it safe with him because he's got two receivers on the outside that are just burners that are going to be able to – they are going to. They can create space for themselves. So as long as you can just put the ball in their hands, those two are going to make plays in Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill. And I, th- I expect Tyreek to be kind of used – I don't want it to get misunderstood or misconstrued, but I think he's going to be used more like a Debo Samuel. In that they're going to use him kind of as a just kind of as a give the, give the ball to him, let him make plays. He's not going to be, he's not going to line up like Debo did at straight up running back and just take handoffs. Right. But as long as you can get him the ball, he's going to make a play. That's what they brought him in there for Tua's arm is good enough. I mean, he's an NFL quarterback, so it's good enough. Uh, he's extremely accurate. So, I, it, just like you know, what he said, I think it's going to be a lot of intermediate stuff. Just like was already
0: said. So, all right, so we're gonna go to the next topic. With that being said, um, we're gonna go to. I got three more topics left on this on podcast. NBA MVP. Don't take too long.
2: Give me your MVP. Um, great. So uh, I'm going with the Joker. Um. You Know if we're, if we're going off what you know the back to back had, yeah. Back to I mean, listen, when 20, 20, 27 14 and 8, you know, that's I mean, listen, eight assists for centers center is ridiculous. Like, that, that's, that's that's a joke how good um he's become. And to me, this season, he's even better than he was last year. Uh, when you're the first person to have 2,000 points, 1,000 rebounds, 500 assists, um, once again, they gave Russ that few years ago for getting the triple-double, Um, as you know, Jerry. By the way, shout OKC. out to... Yeah.
0: I'm going to tell you the real problem with rest. Shout out to OKC. You know what they said? <laughs> they said, you know what? You've been here. You stay loyal. We're going to give you all this money, and we're going to see you all. Shout out to Sam Preston for making those deals happen. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly. Shout out to the agent, too, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely out there stealing money. But, um, no, but listen. um, Yeah, but yeah, Jokic has been... Nothing short of amazing, and once again, no Murray, no Michael Porter Jr. Um, Aaron Gordon picks and chooses what day he wants to be a decent starter. Um, so I, I just think, with that being said, when you when you have the first person in NBA history to go two thousand one thousand five hundred, um, and he literally shows up every night, you know, with with a, with a dad bod. Um, once again, not fat shaming. I'm 300 pounds myself, so it is it just kind of calm down for those that that, that are thinking about that as they listen to this. So not 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 shaming, just being just being real. Um, and it makes it even more amazing that he has a dad bod and he's giving he's serving everyone numbers on a regular basis. So, um, yeah, but uh, I'll keep it short, like you said. But yeah, I'm going, I'm going with Jokic. Yeah, I'm also
1: oh, going. I'm also going with Jokic just because, like, let's be honest, the MVP has become a numbers award, like. Who has some of the better numbers, and that's Jokic because Jokic has done it without all stars, and his numbers have improved from last year when he was the MVP. So I'm, it's pretty simple, it's Jokic.
2: Oh, who you got, who you
0: got, Ryan? Oh, that's another favorite there. I mean, for me, Jokic definitely is the one, but man. Whew. It's hard to go to, to go against Giannis, man. Like Giannis could be the guy who come out of the east again. So
2: yeah, but see the about who's
0: coming out the east. See, but the think. stats, the stats, when I was talking to my guy yesterday, like his Jokic's stats is it's it's crazy. just it. Right, right. So I can't go against him. But this is a me saying I can't go against Jokic, but I gotta throw somebody out there for him, if that makes sense
2: you <laughs> so think about that though we we witnessed another team making history and I say team because it, it, it's an individual war but it's about the team success too mm-hmm. we, we, didn't, we didn't even talk about Devin Booker dumb, dumb, been, ah, dumb, ah, dumb, ah, dumb. we that <laughs> some topics and, about and, it. And we had some you know, about like, it like De- Devin Booker has been once, once again I, I said this a few years ago that go to the station look to trade Clay for Devin Booker you wouldn't lose much and that people was like you're out of your mind well a few years later um and well I mean granted, he, he didn't win he didn't win anything yet but um someone that gets 25 5 and 5 mm-hmm. you know number 13 pick i know number 13 i know another another 13 pick that was getting numbers like that too so he he's he, he's the real deal um he's a problem so i i like he he deserves some you know some consideration as well um i would have said Tatum but Tatum, um, Tatum took too long to get to where he's at right now, unfortunately. Quavo Brown, James
0: Quavo Brown said, because I had another topic before that. He says, Doc River's job on the line in Philly.
2: So go, go, go. When, uh, when you answer that one. Say
0: no?
1: I, I, I don't think it is.
0: I don't think it is. But you do know the legacy of they're firing Frank Vogel to get Doc Rivers or Dan with Snyder out of Duke, Duke alone out of Utah to L.A. Which I mean, one they, do you think they'll pick? I mean, I I take Doc.
1: I mean, I think Doc is an L.A. guy. He fit. He, he would. He would be a good replacement for Vogel, but. I mean, at this point, if Russ helps into that forty-seven million, don't matter who the coaches, they ain't winning nothing.
0: Right, and I said to myself, like with Doc coaching Boston, I don't know if he want to go to the LA Lakers, LA Clippers. He, he, he went to the LA Clippers. It's like it's the LA Clippers, it's not the LA Lakers. But when you play in Boston, you win a championship in Boston. Then they ask you to come to the LA Lakers. He went to Yo, Philly. be the perfect situation, huh? He went to Philly, but Lakers. L.A. Lakers I'm, I'm true,
2: I'm you, are Philly, rivals, are real rivals. Philly, Philly is just as big as a rival as I'm. I'm telling you, someone else. Uh, I'm, I'm from here. I live here. You got to think about from the Dr. J days, the Will Chamberlain days, uh, when Bill Russell was kicking his ass. Then, it. um, you know, then you know the Boston Strangler game, Andrew Tony when he played for played for Philly, uh, Billy Cunningham, Charles Barkley, and, and Larry Bird to a fight in the preseason. Like, nah, it's real. It's real between Philly and Boston, and then obviously what happened in a few years. Then again. We can't. We should have right, considered. We should have considered a rivalry because every time we've played them in the playoffs, really the last forty years, we've beaten them every time. No matter who's been on the roster, no matter how many MVPs they've had on their team, um, we've, we've always gotten the job done. Just saying. But that's that's, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, if he went to Philly, he'll go to LA. Um, but to answer the question, no, it shouldn't be on the line. Could he talk to them Philly management about leaving potentially? Who knows? Um, he knows Darren Morey well because Dara Morey was actually an assistant GM in Boston, uh, to Danny Age back in the day before he ended up going to Houston. So um there there is history there, which is why I think that that's how that job got uh, you know, the job was, you know, really afforded to him or given to him, so so to speak. But he 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 should I don't I don't think there's no loyalty in that regard that he'll just go to LA. Um that would make the rivalry even better because you know if he's going there and he comes into Boston and they're both doing well. Oh, that that would be that would be phenomenal. All
0: right. So with that being said, hold on a second. Um, because I know we have some MVPs, some other questions. Me and you'll talk about it, Ray. Um, Jared, man, you know, I know you've been a busy guy, you got some other engagements. So uh like tell everybody where you're from, where you're at, what if all you, all that good stuff for me and Ray finish up?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm on Instagram, and uh, I'm on TikTok. I'm trying to do the TikTok. I don't get the I'm, – I'm younger, and I don't understand TikTok at all. But I'm on Instagram and YouTube at the Jared Barnes Show, and uh, you can catch me there. I got the li- I got the Tap-In live show Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But, yeah, I'm a Florida guy, born and raised in Pittsburgh,
2: though. Oh, what part of Florida?
1: Uh, Pensacola. Okay. Yeah, okay.
3: you
0: from right. where Roman Reigns is at? <laughs> They the end of the table. The table <laughs> Acknowledge <laughs> me. <laughs>
3: Acknowledge <laughs> me. <laughs> I
2: love it. I love it. I love it. That's great. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey man, have a great night, man. Hey, Look, thanks the, for thanks for having me so on. So next time you come up, we are gonna do a uh, what we call a reel together, and it's well we'll, we'll talk about it later. Hey,
1: you right, take bro. care of yourself, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem.
0: Right, let's go, man. Let's go. So, uh, NBA MVP, you already gave the MVP. All right, this is the next one, right here. Ready? LeBron says who he wants to play with. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, his son, of course, that's number one. He said, a guy, I shoot better than myself, <laughs> Steph Curry. <laughs> How do you feel about that? And give me your raw thoughts on that, and where,
2: where, where does that take you? So the the trolling the trolling side of me says this is why people say that he'll never be Jordan. Um You you would you would have never heard. You tell
0: me what you feel about that. No, I'm I no, I'm saying just the trolling side of
2: me. Some of the me. viewers, not you. Oh, 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 I'm leave your comments, comments. viewers. Leave your comments. Yeah, leave the comments. I just think to me, <laughs> you would have never heard Michael say, "Man, I want to go play with Virgin Mother," or. I wanted to go play with Patrick mm-hmm. Ewing or, you know, I want to go play with, you know, whatever player. Right. Because, you know, in people's minds, Mike played with just plumbers and electricians and, you know, and janitors. Right. So he didn't play against anybody. You know, it is only 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 for a few seasons. But um, all jokes aside, cause I was being funny on that. I just think, well, yeah, hell yeah. Why would you want to play with Steph Curry? Right. Like, he, he is the greatest shooter this, this game has ever seen. Um, and it's not really close. <laughs> you know, I, I know right. there's people on people here that will bring up, you know, Reggie and Ray and, you know, Dra- um, Dragon Petrovich that played in New Jersey for a little while. Dale Ellis who played back in the day. Um, all those guys are great shooters. None of those compare or pale in comparison to what uh, Steph Curry's been able to do. Um, he literally has changed the game forever. Um, and we we need to thank the ABA and NBA for merging in the mid seventies because without that merger, we don't right. get the three point shots. We don't get guys right. that would be marksmen from three. So, um, I I don't blame LeBron for saying that. But once again, I just think that's something that could have been kept behind closed doors. Uh, right. Once again, I know that he doesn't give. You know, he, does, he doesn't care what anyone really has to say at this point in his career. Um, but it's not like it's going to happen where you know they're trading Jordan Poole, Clay, and somebody else for for LeBron for him to play and go to State like that. That's not happening. Um, or, or, or vice versa. So, um, yeah, but I, I think, I think there's people that already, that really didn't want to hand over that title to him anyways, as being the going to are going to harp on this and say, well, this is probably why he would he'll never be compared to, or shouldn't be Jordan. Um, or be ahead of Jordan, I should say, um, even though he's already passed him in total points. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, it's, it's, it, it's crazy, but yeah, once again, I get it, but I, I, I think he should have kept that, you know, kept that to the chest. Don't, 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 don't put that out there like that. In my opinion
0: wrong thoughts for me it's a vibe thing this is the moment where it's a vibe thing because LeBron is about I'm ambitious I gotta go he's a Capricorn like me so I get it it's all about ambition ambition not in a bad way not in not like not genuine but it's about helping everybody around us if I gotta be at the top and take all the blame I'm cool with it like LeBron's Capricorn he gets that but Steph Curry I told somebody else in the podcast I'm like Steph Curry is a Fun guy. Like, if you see LeBron on the sideline, he breaking down things that needs to happen. Win or lose, Steph Curry's like, hey, it is what it is. If it was smoking bud, smoking weed, whatever, it didn't matter. Like, he's just happy. Like, he's the type of guy, win or lose, he's going to be the same guy. Steph Curry, when he said, nah, I'm good. No offense. It's like, I don't want to be that vibe to where I got to be pressured to make 50 shots or 20 shots in a game, you know, and here LeBron come to the sideline because he realized the the Mm. reliability, the reliability is is that LeBron is still number one option. Even if he can't shoot as well as everybody else, it's like, okay, so I want to be in a situation where I can't feel good, be myself, and I can be pressured to do certain things. So,
2: we press. The, that, that's press what we're doing doing this, we're going doing next week the couch, yawning. That's what you do. Ah, so, so, so,
0: so, you don't want to be pressured to do certain things, right? Because if you're a guy who's shooting amazing, best shooter of all time, and you're just in your own zone, you're with Steve Kerr, and they're letting you be who you are. But LeBron comes to the team, the vibe gonna change because not because it's LeBron, it's because all the pressure that's on LeBron and it let's say it comes from the skies, LeBron's pressure, but it Mm -hmm. pushes out because LeBron has to push it out to everybody else because he's LeBron. Right. Not a perfect match because the because right now, uh Curry, win or lose, he's at the beach. LeBron will win or lose, he in the courtroom. Like, he's judged. Curry miss miss, win or lose, he going to be on the beach. So, and Curry is like, why would I want to bring that attention to me and put all that mental stress on me when it's really not me? People really after
2: LeBron. I'm good with it. That. Yeah, but that, that's, that's, not, that's, not, that's not fair, though. That's not fair. And the reason why
0: i, I mean, I guess it's not fair because the reason why I'm saying, I know what you're saying, it's not fair. But I'm going to tell you why the fairness and the unfairness comes in. Raw thoughts. People compare LeBron to Jordan. So when LeBron comes to your team, they expect Jordan-like um, greatness. Greatness. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry, although he's an amazing shooter Greatness, they're not comparing him To Jordan So when you bring LeBron in It's like, it's Jordan Jordan-like greatness And he has expectations Don't get twisted, Steph Curry got expectations But if he win or lose If he don't even make it to the finals this year Ain't nobody gonna be mad at him Steph Curry, like they're gonna be mad at LeBron Not making the playoffs, but go ahead, Ray uh, but
2: yours now. this 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 is his 13th season, right? Meaning not uh, Steph Curry or 14th? No, 13. Yeah, 13. He came out in 09. Right. Um, he was number seven pick. You know, some people think he should have won one, maybe even you know two or three. But you know, the fact that Ricky Rubio and and Johnny Flynn mm. um were picked before him is, is 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 always blasphemous, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, once again, you know we you know we you know drafts about projection and those are I guess those guys were projected to be better than <laughs> the Steph at the time. Right, right, right. Despite, despite the crazy tournament run that he had in Davidson, but whatever. Um needless to say, Steph Curry never came out saying that I'm chasing ghosts. I'm not he didn't say I'm chasing the ghost. He didn't he didn't come out saying I'm the chosen one. Um we never seen the media coverage like I, I, I equate the LeBron James thing so remember remember when 50 cent came out I know we was joking about G U the other day because you had <laughs> to about, to it. It was Lloyd Banks we gonna fire. Here. You're fine. Uh, yeah, right. yeah so, um, <laughs> you know I I remember you know that 50 cent hype that buzz was crazy in oh two right and that's what LeBron was about to come out you know they played matter day they played um Oak Hill when you know when Melo was there at the same time before going to Syracuse. And you know, obviously, remember Lenny Cook, Sebastian Telfair, um, you know, all those guys that came out around that time. Um, we've never seen a buzz like this when it came to LeBron James. So he was getting covers in high school on Slam and on ESPN magazine saying, Right, Is he next up. So from, from the age of 16, so um. That, that's why it is, but the reason why people get mad is because he he, he has been the one that threatened it the most. Listen, he passed Jordan to scoring. He passed him in assists, passed him in rebounds. Um, people should be thankful that he didn't get the fifth and sixth ring, at least not Chet anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People should be thankful because he's done, he's done everything else because to me, it's the, it's, the, it's the Brady Montana thing. Mm. People talked about Brady, you know. Um, oh, you know, man, oh, Montana was four and he never, <laughs> won,
0: you know, that, and I'm like, man, wait a minute, it's, it's like, tough. Like, I said, seven Super Bowls, he still got the more, like, right, right. But I'm like,
2: it's like, wait a minute, like, okay, I, I said, I get it, four and amazing. John Montana, top to me, still top three. I, I, I don't care the right. numbers, I don't care, like. When, you, when you're, when you're right, right, like right, that, right. right. Yeah. It's like, come on. That, that's it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's give credit, good credit where it's due. Um, right. But they were talking about Brady didn't pass Montana. until they beat Atlanta and that was a year 15 and 16. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? So, right. <laughs> right. He'd already been to three. So he, <laughs> he had one four already, you know, he he I had all the numbers then. So it's just, like, I feel like we just, we just pick and choose when we want to say greatness is greatness. And, but, I, you know, and I went off on that tangent, but I want to get back to LeBron and Steph. Like, um, Steph, Steph should be judged at that same level because, once again, he, he is a game changer, and I get it. You know, it's like, oh, it's the beautiful family with Aisha and Riley. and But nobody's not going to judge him because I'm going to tell you, you know? why.
0: People don't look at him. They look at him as Dale Curry. They look at him as a relaxed guy. LeBron doesn't have the dog, but before he came out of high school – like you said earlier, he was the. I have. I even have a T-shirt that says "Chosen One." Chosen One. Yeah. yeah. look at stuff like that. So they're like, "Okay, you
2: still in LeBron there? We we not gonna bother you right now." Go ahead, right? No, right, and and, that, and and that's true. But it's like, listen, he went to five straight finals himself. Me, me and Steph Curry, and crazy. So my <laughs> question is, <five laughs> why is not James?
0: Come on, why is to be there compared to LeBron being there? And people judge him. Whoa, was, five, five straight, though? Five went. Yeah. You're he he talking about Steph right. Curry, right? Yeah, Steph. Yeah, Steph with the five. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is he not judged the same way LeBron is? That's what I'm asking.
2: No, well, I, well I, I, personally, I hold him accountable. So I, I can't speak about I guess, right I next, guess. But I'm, just, I'm just saying, they both, listen, at the end of the day, they both exceed the expectations. Let's be honest. Hmm. Like to, to LeBron has live up to the hype and then some, let, let's, let's come on. I, I, I I'm listening. I'm basking in the glory that, that they're going to be at home next week, but let, let's, let's be real. <laughs> he has exceeded, right. Like you like that Keith Lee reference Basking in my glory. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's just like, yo, like, come, come on. But they both have exceeded expectations though. They have, um, but you know, listen, I, I'm not mad at Steph for saying what he said because I would have said the same thing. Like I'm, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't really play with him right now. I got, I got Clay. I, I got Drake when he's right. You know, we got Jordan Poole doing a thing. Like the Warriors are in a much better position than than LA is. You know, once again, LeBron is in win down mode every year, so he feels like, well, I got to get the veterans to play because I don't, I don't have time to to raise and you know uh, mature and, and uh, nurture a 21, 22 year older Well, you were that 21 and 22 year older at one point. Um, and you know, granted, I know it, that you
0: slept in that thing. I was before. really proud of
2: time then. Yeah, don't tell, me, don't tell, the, don't tell the wife of did. Yeah, it's already it's already, It's already over there. <laughs> so, strike that from the tape. <laughs> oh my god, man. <laughs> but, no, nah, man, I, I don't know. I mean, I was all over the place with this, but I just think um, they both should be held accountable. Um, they both have same right. expectations. And I love the fact that Steph said that I'm good. Once again, LeBron shouldn't even put that out there. You shouldn't have put it out there if you want to play with him. Um, you could have said, yeah, there's a few guys I think of, but I won't name them because I'm a competitor. Cool. Leave it at that. He, he just had to say, oh, yeah, I, I like to play with Steph Curry. You
0: know, once again, once again he, he, he even put pressure on the sun by saying... Like, that's the on. point, like, LeBron is a of, like, I put pressure on myself to put more attention on myself to where even if I ain't playing the playoffs, people will say they're going to still think about me. That'll be on his next barbershop episode that's still thinking about me, right? So, I get it, but... Whoever's in the playoffs, let this be their time and be cool with it. So with that being said, Ray, uh, hold on, I'm gonna make sure I ain't got name. No, I didn't. Ray, tell everybody where you from where you at? I saw you get the tablet
2: out. You got any more questions? You got something for wrong mind? Cause I'm gonna give you wrong mind thoughts. Yeah, no, I had to make sure I would not respond to somebody real quick. No. Um, so listen, before I get into the to all the, the social media stuff and what I'm doing now. Um, once again, I, I always thank you for letting me come on, man. Um, you know, I think, you know, we first show I did with you was like last March and, you know, we, we've, we've built a brotherhood very quickly. And like I said, we haven't met in person. Uh, you know, we both know our, our guy, TJ. So, um, which is ironic how that's so funny how that happened. I was super yeah. tight with him. And, my <laughs> meet, and then I, I, just, I meet you randomly. And then, you know, this, this, this becomes, uh, what, what it became, so. Um, yeah, so like I'm always grateful for, for the opportunity, but yes, yeah, so, like I said, the, the name is Rayshawn Buchanan. I do go by Hollywood Ray as well. Um, I have this one of the shows I do missing the point has just been signed, um, by, uh, this media company called Crow, Crowworthy, uh, which of Boston. So we're, we're now on this show called the Six One Seven podcast. Uh, so, so we, we never being
0: said, I'm going to stop because like, this is your time, man. Like I'm yeah. all about building everybody else. How did yeah. that happen? How do you? Oh man, so
2: so I mean, we we have been. It kind of really came out of nowhere, honestly, man. Like we like we've been doing this for a couple years now, and you know, all of us did radio together in college, and so you know, we came together to do this podcast a few years ago, and you know, just the steady grind and putting putting our stuff on 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 a weekly basis. And um, I actually do security at the um, at TD Garden where the Celtics and Bruins play, and that being said, folks.
0: When I make it big, he gonna be my security. So I yeah. want to hear. <laughs>
2: hey, look, I, no, I no, 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 We're both gonna make it big, so someone else is gonna be one of my. Dad, go right. I didn't cuss. I said you dad, gone oh, right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what it really is. But until then, I, I got you. Um, but no, I think I was I'm, I was working the Bad Bunny concert, and I get a message from one of my uh, one of my co-hosts, and he says. Hey, you know we've been approached with this deal. Blah, blah, blah. I know you missed the meeting tonight, but you know we got approached with this deal. Um, you know we're thinking about signing. You know, go ahead and take a look at it. So you know we looked at the details, or whatever, and you know kind of had negotiating, uh, you know, times with them. And yeah, it it, it 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 all moves pretty quickly. But yeah, I mean, someone believed in the talent, and like I said, I am I am super grateful for the opportunity. Um, just still, I'm, like I said, I'm still doing the other show. That's my sports. Like I'm still. You know, uh, excited about that. Uh, so excited about the growth that that show is making as well. So um, I'm just glad that someone sees the potential. And like I said, I hope that someone else sees the potential with uh, the other show as well. But um, I'm thankful to, to, to Crowworthy. I'm thankful to uh, the people over there that that chose to to take a chance. And, um, you know, the, the only way is up, up from here. So uh, that being said, <clears throat> You know, you you can follow that page. It's, it's uh it's you know t so the so the six one seven underscore. Um you'll see a oh, logo with the there. Huh? Someone made a comment.
0: Yo, man, what the world where my brother Bray be that's a, you y'all been live for two hours? And he just found out I'm heartbroken because he was a this show. All these comments and the other guy we had tell, all, wait, tell, tell, him, him, that. tell him tell because him because Ray hey, Lee hey. is out there signing autographs, right Congress and all this stuff. Wait, I
2: know to you here. I know this show. you listen to us. Listen, so next listen, um, I'm so I'm telling you now. So if uh Next Friday, I believe. Right now, I'm off next Friday. I know that's a good Friday. I'm off next Friday, as far as I know. Oh, yeah. Um, every week is so, good Friday. God, um, I'm here. Exactly. Amen to that. I'm here. I'm hurt, yeah, so boy. If, if you if you need, My if you boy need God if you need me to come on next Friday, man, to, to do a playoff thing with with, with me and, and, and uh and Ray Lynn, I got you. Just 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 let me know. Um but needless to say That threw me off I mean, That's my guy What's up man But um Yeah so yeah So you can follow that That show It's, it's uh <laughs> 7. And then you can <laughs> Other Ray
0: <laughs> Yeah other I told people Earlier today
2: Ray I told
0: Earlier Earlier today I told people like This is the other Ray I said it Like It is <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, listen. I, I have to be the other way because technically, I, I am the younger brother, so to speak. So that's okay. <laughs> I think I know you're always so okay. I, I, I'll, I'll defer to the big bro. So no, no, no problem. Um, but yeah, like I said, you can you can still follow the show at MTP uh, underscore Pod. Um, we're on the six one seven podcast, so it's, 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 it's called the six one seven. So the six one seven and underscore afterwards. Um, so yeah, so yeah, follow us on there. Follow us on the TMS podcast or so TMS and then podcast. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're making moves, man, and like I said, I'm, I'm excited for the opportunity, and you know, once again, I, I, I give thanks to people like you, you know, Ray Lynn that had me on his show, you know, you being on your shows have allowed me to help perfect my craft when I'm not on my actual show, so yeah, and then just continue to network, continue to build, and you know, I believe that the same thing that's happening for me is going to happen for you, it's going to happen for Ray Lynn, it's going to happen for Jared, the guy that was on here tonight, because he, to me, he, he sounds super talented, Um. so yeah, I'm excited to see how everyone grows, man, and um. You know, in the, in the words of John Cena, my my, my time is now. <laughs> so it's, it's time it's time to get
0: it. Hey, that's what I was saying. So like Ray, whenever you want to come on, even tomorrow, or whatever, just let me know. But uh, like I just been grateful to be around so much great people. And by the way, Ray, I don't know if you know, I went to Jacksonville to coach my son when you um a few week weekends ago. Nice. Not this weekend, weekend before. And man, I swear, man, Ray Lynn. It's what he say. The real Ray Lynn. the real Ray, show me love, man. And I would never take that for granted. And like, it's a lot of gratitude. And
2: yeah, Ray, Ray beast, like, though,
0: the beast. Yeah. beast. I'm on the beast. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I gotta wait. He, he told. Me, he told I'm he just on it, man. Can we have some raw thoughts? Yeah,
2: he told. me He told. He put the dinner table
0: one night, but man, I swear, yeah. like. You can't no, find yo, nobody yeah. better, than Ray. Yeah, you got to hey, come to Carolina. His yeah. name—I mean, just just for the principle of like, just to hang with us, like, yeah. I swear, the best time of my life, twenty twenty-two. Sounds good. With that being said, you guys have a great night, great morning, great afternoon. Rough thoughts is out. We had two hours and thirty-six seconds of raw mind. Eyes open and listen. This is Raw Mind Sports, another edition.